0: Log Talk Radio. Say shout out to my famo champ man, real souls. Say you tuned in to the number one jerk portal on the internet you did. It's hot on the radio man. Say. You tuned in to the number one jerk portal on the internet, you be! Chop, chop, chop on the radio. 319-527-6057 doing live shows. Who really jerkin'? Who really jerkin'? Who really jerkin'? Really you now tuned in to the number one jerk portal. On the internet you did You chop on the radio Who really jerked you? Honey, can't, uh, no way Who really jerked you? Hey. So you turned in To the number one jerk portal On the internet you did hey. Chop on the radio chop on the radio Absolutely no blow up. None at all. Who really jerks you? Thank you to all you jerkaholics for taking the time out to call in or hit that link for the online listening. You see, in see your number one jerk porter on the internet. You yeah. chop on the radio. Ha <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the show. i 'em don't be scared. The door is always open. Won't you come? Shop on the radio. Shop on the radio. Absolutely no blow up. None at all. Who really you? Who really jerking? Welcome, all you jerkaholics, man. This is top-only radio network. To Jerking 36, I am the Mr. King 1033. So, I see that's me, you dig? Appreciate. First, let me start off by saying this, man. Appreciate. All the real ones out there, man. Appreciate everybody that's been tuning in to the shows, been hitting the replay link, have been calling in, just staying on the phone line, rocking with the show and listening to the show. A lot of new listeners, man. I'll be seeing y'all coming back, man, to the shows, tuning in. Uh, sometimes when we don't go live, man, some of the newer uh, jerkaholics, man, been reaching out like, hey, is it a show tonight? I try to jump on and listen. Hey, we appreciate all that you did. We appreciate all of that, man, because y'all know in the world we live in today, man, it's hard to really find genuine, you know what I mean, supportive people in your vicinity. So I appreciate all y'all that's taking the time out to do what you do and support us and tune in with us. Salute. Even the ones that tune in just to hear if I'm going to say something about them, man, salute to y'all too, man. Appreciate y'all. One thing I can say, don't ever give up on what you're trying to do be yourself, and mash for it. Rest in peace to Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac said, hey, if they don't like you for being yourself, what did he say, right? And I stand on that. You dig? I stand on that, man. Uh, A lot of people get butthurt by a lot of things that I post and a lot of things that I say. And that's cool, man. They come along with the job. They come along with the position. They come along with, with what I love to do. You know what I mean? And I'm going to continue to do that. And I'm going to do it even more harder now. You know what I'm talking about? I'm going to do it even more harder now just because I can. You did it just because I can. Now, there was some things. I'm going to touch on it, but we're we going to get to these song mix, but I'm going to touch on it. There's some things that I posted. You feel me speaking that real talk, that honey, K, no blow-up talk like I do. You know what I mean? And some people feel some type of way. And I always say this. The only people that feel some type of way about certain things that I post is either it hits them and they feel it, right? They don't like me, right? They don't understand me, or they don't really know me. That's all it is. You did so that's what it is, man. And a lot of people get butthurt by these things, and it's because I just be speaking a hundred k. I just don't do the blow up, um, and it is what it is. You did. Uh, I can say, man, thanks to the Most High. It's been a lot of blessings. That doors opening. Doors have already opened and more opening, more people contacting. The reach is growing. Uh, I mean, everything good this way. You know what I mean? Everything good this way. And I got to say this right here, too, and I know this is going to make a lot of people feel real bad. For two years, you know, I sat back. Two years, you know, I took a break. So for two years, I took a break. And some of the things that I speak on, some of the things I was going to always speak on. And the type of person I am, you know, since a lot of people, you know, but heard about certain things I post, they forget that I did make a post. And I told everybody, be ready when we come back to the jerking. This new year, 2022 came in. I stood behind this, and I stand on it firm. I said, they're going to hear us, they're going to feel us, and they're going to see us. You did. It's been a lot of work going out. It's been a lot of work being put out there. It's been a lot of jerking that been put out there. It's been a lot of love shown that been put out there. Been a lot of opportunities gave away that's been out there that been done that. You right? Been done that. So the things I'm gonna speak on tonight. Hey, it might ruffle some feathers. I don't really care because it's it's it's. I can say it like this. People always get mad at things, but they don't never look at both sides and they miss the point. The things that they spoke on today, they missed the whole point of everything that I posted. That's because they already had, and they call me negative, they already had negative energy, negative thoughts towards me without really even understanding why I posted what I posted. See, a lot of people, because, you know, they can do right with words and recite words and put words together to make them sound like whatever, you know what I mean? They feel like they know something, and they feel like they have, you know, enough, whatever, gall or whatever to say these things to me and uh, me, you know what I mean? The person that's always standing in the gap, always showing love to people. But, see, when you take that away from people, when people poke at you and poke at you and poke at you, right, and then they get what they've been poking at, and they get it. They don't know how to handle that shit, right? And one comment, and Black Soul, yeah, I am, am going to speak on you, partner. You know, I told you I was going to do that. And you said I can say whatever I want to say. I've never known me to ever need you to tell me what I can and can't do. Like, dog, we ain't really that close or cool for you to tell me what I can say or what I can't say. You don't control anything that I do or what I say, first of all. So I was already going to speak on this tonight. You know what I mean? I just let you in on it. I just let you and everybody else in on it. That I was going to speak tonight, dog. And it's kind of crazy because I got to say this. Show a lot of love, man. A lot of respect to your player. You know what I mean? Open up some doors for you. Connected you in with some people. Right? It was never no issue. Never no issue. Never nothing. I, I know once uh, I got contacted about bringing some kids onto the platform. And... The, what we do and how I am, I've been this way. See, that's the thing. It's a lot of fake-ass fucking people out here, and they switch and change. There's a lot of people, like, let's say, with these poets and these spoken word artists, there's a lot of people that use that because they're compensating for something else that they lacking in their life. Right, So they'll they'll do poets and spoken word sets about the unjust conditions and how black folks getting treated like this and, you know, the white man this and the powers that be this. They'll do all of that type of stuff. But then soon as somebody put their life or expressing their life in the way that they feel is not right, then they get butt hurt. But remember, we strong, mighty men, right? We strong, powerful, and we the shit. We the shit, Right? So when we speak our truth and we speak our feelings and we speak our emotions and we do that and we don't hide them, that's called just being real. That's called just being real. See, a lot of people then skated and got over for doing a lot of things for a long time. I don't give a damn who gets mad that I finally start speaking. See, I get paid to speak. When I get paid to come on top on the radio and do what I'm doing right now. So for a lot of people that say negative, am negative, supposed to be negative, right? It's funny that the people that's paying me love it. In fact, they like me to keep doing what I've been doing. In fact, they encourage me to be myself. So I got to ask the question. On this hand, you got people who don't want me to be myself. Don't offer me no job or no opportunity or really nothing really like that, right? And then on the other hand, you got people that's got multi-millions of dollars. They're saying they love doing what, what they've been hearing. They love what I do. They love how I will say I will stand on this side and I will speak on this side. They love that shit, right? So who word or whose vision am I going to value more? The people who, every time we get on a radio show, they never show up? Or the people who, every time I say, hey, pull up and pop your top, pull up and promo, uh, come get your interview for free, you can come co-host the show, you can come do all of it? Where's any of these people Oh, you mean like when I be talking about dynamic women and I stand up for black people and I stand up for black women and I stand up for unjust, where is these people at? See, they don't ever say none of that. They don't want to tell y'all none of that. They don't want to share none of that because when I speak on things that hits them, that's what matters to them. So we're talking about a bunch of people who showing y'all how two-faced they really is. At one minute, you on my nuts, and you're showing me all kind of love and all kind of respect, and you're speaking so highly of me. And I've been the same person this whole time. See, when I was standing up and was speaking just like I'm speaking now, that energy, that power, that person moved mountains and opened up doors for certain people. And they, they utilized that energy. It took me to say things that nobody else was going to say. It took me to be myself to open up doors to give somebody else an opportunity, right? So why now the same person? I'm just a little bit smarter. Some things I don't do. Some things I don't. Some things I do. You know? But why now the same energy that opened up doors for a lot of people? Why is it a problem now? Oh, it was cool when I address somebody else or when I address another situation. Then it's cool, no worries, no problem, right? But then when I address a situation that involves me, how I feel, how my feelings is, how my emotions is, what I think, how I see my viewpoint, oh, and it got something to do with you or you start feeling some type of way because of what you can't produce that was produced for you. How the hell do you even fix your mouth to speak on me when you told me I inspired you? How can you fix your mouth to even say anything about me negative or about me or anything I post when you named your showcase Lyrics and Laughs? Mine's was, ours was... Lyrics and flow of the show. I remember a conversation somebody reached out to me and said, hey, man, that was my first time performing in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Man, I seen how y'all was mixing artists and R&B and, and poets together, man. Y'all inspired me. I'm just getting at you because you know we cool and we respect it. I don't want you to think I'm doing this to step on your toes. Oh, shit, you respected me then. Oh, what about when the Cedric Lofton case came up? I got a message. Hey, FAMO, again, FAMO, that's that's us, FAMO Nation, right? So anytime a man address me like that, that's a sign of respect because you people know what I don't like to be called. So let's make sure we make that key too, FAMO. The words that you see some of these men using because of us, right? Because of us. And they they say it. They say it. Because that's respect. And I'm going to show you how back and forth for defense a lot of these people is. When I got contacted about Cedric Lofton case, that don't have anything to do with me. I didn't know anything about the case. Uh, I wasn't aware of it at the time. I had seen a news clipping, but I didn't really look into it at the time. I had saved it and was going to go back and look into it. But I let it happen. No problem. No worries. No anything. Yeah, let's make it happen. Matter of fact, had somebody else booked on the day, but we moved them to a day, and we still got to get them back on. But we moved in so that we could have people come on and talk about the Cedric Lofton case. I even remember saying and getting people inboxes for my people. Hey, if you could do this for us, if you could do this for me, all my real ones, man, just change your profile pic, even if just for a day, to this graphic. Oh, I was respected then. Oh, I wasn't whack and I wasn't lame then, right? I wasn't lame anytime people reach out to me and expect me to do something for them. I'm not whack. Or lame then. And what did I do? I even got a Petty Murphy. So I sat to the FEMO. I said, Hey Petty, man, check this out, man. It'd be a good idea, man, if, if maybe uh this person could come on your show and talk about this Cedric Lofton case and let's help let's help spread the awareness on this. I, I contacted another person. Even though he probably would have did it, Petty would probably have did it on his own. I don't know, you know, Petty I'll tell you but I contacted Petty because me and Petty work together and we do these type of things and send stuff back. So how can you sit up and say some of the things that people say, I don't care about artists or I don't care about this motherfucking person. I'm one of the people that cared about every goddamn body. I'm one of the people who when you contact me and you feel strong about something and you say, hey, can I come do this, I never say no put some people on their first show in Oklahoma. And I got to say this, because everybody likes to talk. And, you know, because they spoken word, artists and poets and rappers and artists, and everybody got something to fucking say about what I post. And ain't nobody paying me to come on every night and talk. They paying me because they want to utilize the service. And that's cool. That's what it's for. I understand that. But when you get to saying words like whack and lame, how can you call somebody who gave you an opportunity in a place where nobody even knew your name, nobody even cared in all your life to put you on stage or in an event in Oklahoma until one person named Robert Allen Parker, Pac-Man, AKA the Mr. said, you know what? And even then it was supposed to be somebody from Muskogee, Oklahoma who was supposed to have that slot. See, it wasn't just me on these events. So I said, no, let's book him on another show. Let's bring this person down here and let them get it in and do what they do and plug in. I think it was me that got at another point and said, hey, you need to plug in with this cat. when you didn't even know each other. I was in Wichita, Kansas for 11 years. Not one goddamn person was worried about Emma Muskogee booking nobody from Wichita. I've said this a million times. But see, this is the thing. Everybody takes from what we showed them, and that's cool. All we say is is, we're to respect that. Because your motherfuckers ain't open no doors for us. Nobody in Wichita who has been, that I brought to Oklahoma, that we brought to Oklahoma, none of them opened any of the doors for me in Wichita. But I opened up my people to some of them. So you say whack and lame. That's whack and lame of you. You don't even salute the person that had enough respect for you to give you an opportunity in the city that you have never performed in around people that you didn't know and they didn't even know you. And everybody treated you with respect. Here, you even in the only video I ever shot. The only video I ever made you in that. See, people forget this type of shit and they let this fame and this doing this and, oh, you not speaking on Muskogee, and they came up here and shut it down. You damn right because that's, that don't got nothing to do with me. What got something to do with me is how the fuck do you men that talk like y'all got all this power and you so sophisticated and you're so mentally strong how can you never produce an opportunity for us like we didn't produce for you? But y'all so big and bad and y'all would jump on social media and say you ain't never, you damn right I never went to a lyrics and laugh why for one i was in the same city with you you never booked us you never even contacted us about coming to a lyrics and laugh you never did but if i didn't make allow you to come perform on our show how would you would have came to tulsa would you would you say this type of shit but you don't tell the full story I'm not the only person that's part of on Nation. I keep telling folks, you'll never know who's all a part of the nation. That's how we set up. That's how we design. I don't have to tell you peons this shit. This how we've been moving before we even got in entertainment. This shit started way before the entertainment. This shit started on the streets. So it's hell of people you will never know, you will never see until it's time for it to, or till we want you to, or until we send them your way, or whatever the case may be. But how can you fix your mouth? And speak on the same energy that was used to show you love, respect, and support. I can't respond hell no. Why? Because you come to Muskogee, Oklahoma. I showed you motherfuckers about Muskogee, Oklahoma. I showed you how cool our people is. I showed you that it's poets in our city. Because remember, y'all wasn't booking none of the poets here. Y'all wasn't mixing with none of the poets in Muskogee. You didn't give a shit about the poets in Muskogee. What you cared about is because I would always rub it in you all face that I came from Muskogee and I would always bring my people from Muskogee to Wichita and Wichita, Oklahoma, I would always mix them. And you wanted that. I had We had lyrics and flow, but show, you got lyrics and flow, you got lyrics and laughs. You wanted that. You looked at what the fuck I was doing and that's what you wanted a piece like, oh shit. They doing something I ain't never seen before. Well, man, they doing something that really moves me and inspired me. So guess what? I'm going to take a little piece of it, and I'm going to call it lyrics and laughs, and I'm going to do my own thing with it. And what did I tell you when you called me? I said, salute, appreciate you for calling me as a man, and you didn't have to, and running it by me. So you show respect. So I'm not going to go off of, Everything that's been posted today because you're in your feelings. The same thing like I was, the reason why I post what I post. But you cannot be a spoken word artist where your expression is everything and then turn around and knock me for expressing myself. No good, sir. You seem like the most wackest, lamest motherfucker I have seen because you're a poet. You're a spoken word artist. Ain't you mad about me expressing myself? I've never asked these people for a whole lot of nothing. A lot of these people ain't gave me shit, but what have me and the nation did for people? How much love do we show? How much love did we did? And you tell me. And in goddamn seven years, you ain't put none of us on one of your shows, but then you come to Muskogee, Oklahoma, and you fuck with people that I plugged you in with, and you don't even salute me. No, sir, that's whack. That's lame. Because Muskogee didn't give a shit about you until I showed them who you was. You can't say that for me in Wichita, because you didn't do that for me. You didn't do any of that. You didn't pay no money in a different state with, from, for your people and mix me in with your people. You never, ever done that. So how can you, as a man, fit your mouth and speak on the man that helped your ass and gave your ass an opportunity? I sat here on the show and listened to kid after kid come on and do their poetry, and we show love. We show respect. We show honor to make sure your name was kept good. But because I speak on how I, the only one here in Muscoli with the radio platform that we have, when you contact me about doing Cedric Lofton, never was no issue. Made it happen. When it came time to perform in Tulsa, was never no issue. My people wanted to book somebody else, but I'm gonna show you how much respect we got with each other. I got at my bros was like, hey, y'all, check this out, man. This guy right here needs to be on. We need to put him on. Even though 30 other people or four other people wanted to book no, three. Three other people wanted to book somebody else just because they got enough respect with, for me and I got enough respect with them. They was like, okay, Pat, you right. Let's put him on. See, they missing the whole fucking point because they don't like how fucking powerful I am. How the fuck a spoken word artist to get mad at somebody else expressing they self. That's some lame-ass fucking shit. But you sit up, and from your work and what you do, you promote expressing yourself. You showing other people how to express themselves. But then as soon as somebody express themselves and the shit hits you, then you flip and you switch and you get on social media like you just been doing something and you just doing this. You come to Muskogee to help out some shows. Nigga, you ain't never helped out no homeless people in my city. How fucking you talk about or speak on anything that I speak on? You don't know my walk. You don't know my life. But I am that one. Who sacrificed for you? I am that one who made opportunities happen for you. So, my my good sir, you know you used to call me Famo. You probably ain't gonna call me Famo no more, cause it's that real shit. But my good sir, it's a black soul. What it is, FEMO Right? You speaking so highly of me on this show? You speaking so highly of me, right? Well when I say, okay, let's put this to the test. And it's your turn. You can't never produce for me what I produce for you. Never. Never. You made a slick ass comment and said, well, you know, you, you you wanted me to come up for a benefit for the Cedric Lofton benefit contest. You you right, you did do that. You damn right. You a hundred percent correct. That's no lie, that's no blow up. But ain't it kind of funny? that I didn't get that invite until it was the Cedric Lofton concert, benefit concert. Ain't it funny how you didn't want to come on the radio any other time until it's time to really talk about Cedric Lofton. You didn't really want to book me and want me to come up the highway on nothing else, right? But then when it comes to Cedric Lofton, it's can you come up here? I had something planned on that day. So, no, I didn't go because I already gave my word to somebody else, just like I gave my word to you, and I said, I'm going to show you love, I'm going to show you respect, I'm going to fuck with you. And I never stopped. Never stopped. We say whack and lame, I didn't sit up and listen to some of the shit you say, my good sir, and the only thing I got from it was you a fucking lame. Since what I say and what I did was lame, a lot of your fucking pieces come off like you come off, like you try to say about me. You come off as a bitter fucking black man who don't got no love for other side of the races. You come off like you all against white people. This is how you come off in your work. That to me is lame. But when have you ever heard me address you about it? When have you ever heard me go see me get on your post and knock you for expressing yourself? See, this that real shit. A lot of you motherfuckers be out here faking. Oh, you love me. You love me as long as I'm doing what you want me to do. You love me as long as I'm walking, walking the steps you want me to walk. You love me as long as I'm saying what you want to hear. But then when I start saying the other things that other people want to hear, you get butt hurt. But guess what? Them other people be tuned in every single show. Where the hell y'all be at? The mother people get in the inbox, hey, you going on today in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, you going on today, where the hell do y'all be at? How many times, how many shows you say, I ain't never been to a Lyric's Alive? You right. I said that. I've stated that many of times. How many times did you offer? The Cedric Lofton case? That was what, last month, month, month ago or something? So all that time I was in Wichita. After the Tulsa event, how come I wasn't ever on the show? How come Jack the official wasn't ever on the show? How come YL Dallas wasn't ever on the show? Night Train, The Brand, Champ out in Atlanta. Uh, how come Ronnie wasn't ever on the, on the show? Sleep G, Little, all these people I consider famo, right? I can go on and on and on. You never put them on. But what, but what did we do? What did we do? What did we do? We still show love. When you call and you get at us about doing something, we put all that shit to the side and we help. So you made a statement, Black, so that you feel like it looks like because it wasn't about me that I felt some way. You damn right because none of you motherfuckers did what I did. I held it down for my people. You didn't do that shit. You came down here want a belt. Did you say, you know what, I'm gonna give this belt to a kid in Muskogee? Did you take that belt and bless that somebody else in Muskogee before you left Muskogee with that belt? No, see, so you can't ever speak on anything I say about my city because you ain't never gave your life and your heart to my city like I have. Nigga, this is a lifetime worth of work, dog. The little bullshit you're doing coming out on these little shows and shit, dog, that don't mean shit. That only means shit to the people that care about that shit. And they all don't want to hear the truth neither. So what is you saying? You wouldn't be in Muskogee if it wasn't for me. You wouldn't know nobody because you were so much in tune with what was going on in Kansas, you wasn't never looking. You came to cuss and mixed in with our people, and your eyes was wide open because what we do, we showed you love. But if you come to our city, what do you show us? See, everybody looks at me because I speak on behalf of the nation. But what about everybody else in the nation? You don't think they're saying the same thing about you since you, you know you want to speak on certain things. All of us watch you. All of us watch you come to Muskogee and don't show the proper respect to us like we didn't show you. You talk about your lyrics and laughs. Why would I ever have to come to a lyrics and laugh if I've never been invited? Everybody else was inviting me in the city, and I showed up, and I popped up, and I supported, and I saluted. You didn't. But then, here we come to this time, and you're mad because I spoke the truth. I don't see none of them that had a platform that allows you to come on and speak shit. Every time you wanted to talk, you was able to speak on anything you wanted to. You could have said anything, and every time you came on, you came on just as respectful as can be, just as nice as can be, just as saluting as can be, right? I wouldn't even think you would have pulled wings off a grasshopper. And I respected you, and I I showed you respect, all that type of shit, right? So since I spoke on something, and you spoke on something, if you say I'm lame and whack because of that. You said because I didn't speak on how good they did from Muskogee in Wichita, nigga. You ain't never spoke on. You still can't produce a situation that I produce for you. Fuck all that you talking about. You missed the point. I didn't knock. I wasn't knocking none of the poets that went up there. I was putting the pressure on y'all. How the fuck, how, y'all? You missed the point, dog. But you you fell for it. And I allowed you to expose yourself to some people that I had watching because you spoke on it. So I made you jump out of your character so you could be involved in my world. Because it's funny how I can post about a dynamic black woman in Muskogee and never see you hit a like. It's funny how the same people and the same, you know, people you connected to can come on Chop on their radio and you don't even tune in and listen to them. It's funny how you go from high respect to the same person who been speaking his mind, been speaking how he feels, been doing his thing, looked out for you in ways, gave you opportunity, plugged you in with the very poets, the two guys that you said I referred to, plugged you in with the main one that was a part of us, and that was Bird. And I'm the one that told Bird, hey, man, you need to check out Black Soul. So, so, whack and lame, my good sir, is what you're going to hold over your head. Because instead of doing what you did, you didn't have to say nothing. Right? Because that's what you've been doing for us this whole time. Nothing. Until you need something. I don't contact you guys. I don't get in y'all inbox and be like, hey, can you come on the show? I don't get in your inbox and be like, hey, what's happening with you today? I don't get in your inbox and say anything to you about your world. Never. Never. So how is it that a person is showing you, man, I don't really trust you? But you speak on that. And even though I don't really trust you, I still showed you love. I still showed you respect. Nothing less. Nothing less. But as soon as I say something that got you feeling some way, all that go out the window, though, right? And I and I hope the same people that, that that feel some type of way that's from Muskogee, I hope they see this shit. I'm going to clap for y'all. Because you allowed them to do exactly what they wanted to do, and that was try to walk in my shoes, but they can't fit them. See, they used to hate how the Muskogee nigga was in their face doing what they was doing. But then again, they started loving it because that same person from Muskogee gave them an opportunity to come to Oklahoma. And I don't care what nobody, goddammit, say, if I gave you that opportunity to perform for your first time in Oklahoma, if I opened up a door for you to connect in with Muskogee, Oklahoma, like you was never doing, how the fuck can you ever fix your mouth to say anything about me when right now you're working with people from Muskogee, Oklahoma. <laughs> who, who, who in Wichita, Kansas? Have y'all plugged me? Have you plugged me in with? Let me, let me hold on. Let me get my book out. Let me get my book out. Let me get my book out. Hold on. Watch out, boy. I gotta get the book. All right, let's see. I don't see anything. I don't see anything. See the Cedric Lawson case, like I said. I was going to go check it out. I was going to go do my research anyway. And then I would have spoke on it anyway. You brought it to me before I got a chance to do my research and my due diligence. So I said, hey, you pushing behind it? You feel passionate behind it? I'm going to let you do it. But when I feel passionate behind it, you suckers turn. When I feel passionate about something, what y'all do? You turn. Yeah, that's what y'all do. Then you get on social media and you act like you're tough and you act like you're being real because you're trying to call me lame and whack. But you trolling every post I do, every uh, all my comments, you on my comments, and I'm nowhere on your page. I'm nowhere on your page. I haven't even looked at none of y'all pages today. Why? Because I didn't look at none of your pages yesterday or the day before that or the months before that, or the years before that. So who really is whack and who really is lame? I'm doing what I do. I'm doing what I've been doing. I'm doing what I said I'm doing. You stepped out your character to come in my world. That, good sir, means you are lame and you are whack. But I'm glad you showed how much influence, and I'm glad you showed what I said. You felt it. Because what did I say? 2022, they going to see me, they're going to see us, they're going to hear me, they're going to hear us, they're going to feel me, and they going to feel us. You felt me just a little bit. See, you didn't want the humble side of the Gemini. You don't want the humble side of the mister. You did not want the nice side that was showing you love and y'all was running over. He was still showing you love, but then when the opportunity come up, you pass him up. You ain't even got enough power with your partners to say, hey, let's let him come up. But then you connect it to me and you go to Wichita, but you don't even say, hey, you know what? You want to shoot up here with us and get some footage? No, that ain't what you do. See, I show a lot of love and a lot of respect to a lot of people, right? And they feel like when I start speaking on my shit, they got the right to say anything. How is that when I'm never in their life and I'm never telling them what to express and what not to express? How does that even work? How do you deal with expressing yourself through your work on a daily basis, but then you get butthurt by somebody else expressing theirs? No. No. I posted what I posted today because all you motherfuckers didn't get the goddamn hint. I had enough. I don't need no fake friends and I don't need no fake people around me. So all of y'all that feel any way about that post, why the fuck are you still my friend? Well, how are you even seeing what I'm commenting, what I'm posting? That's fake. That's whack. That's lame. I don't fuck with y'all like that. So I don't know what the hell you post. So again, who's being whack and who's being lame? (laughs) Because I said we was going to talk about being whack and being lame, you automatically said, what? Say what you want to say, da-da-da-da-da-da. So I made you do something again. Who's whack? Who's lame? You ain't made me jump on your page and say shit. You ain't even really made me do anything. But I showed you respect. I showed you love. Right? I made a post and I said, after the Queens of the Mike event, I won't be covering events in Muskogee. I stand on that. If it's not coming from my people, if it's not somebody who directly plugged in with me and I feel that my heart is honest and it's genuine, I'm not covering no more events. I'm moving on with things that I got to do. I never said I wasn't going to have somebody on the team who would. See, y'all let y'all sales get caught up. Y'all let y'all sales read anything and assume shit. And they say when you assume shit, you make an ass of yourself. Well, ass of the day. I never once said there wouldn't be nobody on the team that I've been training, that I've been working with behind scenes that's a teenager. I never said that person wasn't going to be the one to come to you all events, did I? No, nah, I didn't say that. I said, Mr. Because Mr., got other things that he got to go on and go do. How I feel is how I feel. But that doesn't mean that I went out of my way to create a whole nother position to give somebody from Muskogee an opportunity. But damn, ain't that what I've been doing since I stepped in the game? You spoke on me thinking it's all about me. Well, that's true. That's true. That's true. I'll admit that. A lot of times I do think, because I know without me in a lot of situations, a lot of my people ain't going to get those opportunities. And I'm glad you said that because you proved it. Jack the Official was one of the guys behind the event that allowed you to come to clubs and perform at our event. And you've never booked him. You come to Muskogee, you never salute FAMO Nation. You never salute These members who money and time also went into showing you love and respect. When you came on the show and did the Cedric Lofton case, that show bill was actually paid for by Jag the Official. Young Jag the Official. So, lame? Whack? That look real lame and whack of you. Because you cannot produce anything that we have produced for you good sir good sir we have shown respect good sir we have shown support good show good sir we have even involved you only time you really involved us is when it was something that was helping you so you say i got mad because i wasn't involved well to me wouldn't i be acting just like you See, you didn't say, hey, you inspired me. What y'all did inspired me. How can I come be a part of the team? How can I come and get a part of this? No, you seen what we did. You said it inspired me. This was the words out of your own mouth. And what did you do? You designed something to host in Wichita to compete with what inspired you. So when we say lame and we say whack, let's make sure we got the proper understanding. See, I've been speaking out against things that I feel a certain way about. I've been doing this. I got to where I'm at now by doing this. So you look lame and whack because you're just now hearing and paying attention and seeing some of this stuff. And I did it on purpose so that you would see it. I wanted you to see it. I put it out there for you. I dangled it in front of your face. All of them. I wanted everybody to see That's why the hell I posted this shit. If I didn't want nobody to see it, I would have never posted it. I posted it for a reason, because you're going to feel me. You've been overlooking me. You and others been overlooking us for too long when we stood in the gap and we did things y'all asses didn't do. You on your high horse because you came to a city. Motherfucker, I'm the one to put the energy in motion for you to do this right now. For you to come to Muskogee and work with people. You ain't doing shit but what I allowed you to do. You ain't doing shit but what I created for you to do. I created a pipeline to my hometown for you to come down here and work with people and show love to the motherfuckers that were showing love to you. See, you missed the point. The whole point was, how can you show love to motherfuckers over the motherfuckers who were showing love to you in the first place. That was the point all of you missed. When I said I wasn't doing any more events and covering any more events in Muskogee, Oklahoma, what did I say? I did not disrespect the event. I did not disrespect who put the event together. I did not disrespect anybody on the event. I also went on to say in that same very post, salute out to everybody in Muskogee in the entertainment scene who's doing something. I believe they the right person for the job. I think that's what I said in that post. But see, I'm going to tell you about people who close to you, but they sit there and nitpick at everything you say. I'm going to tell you about people who close to you, but they really don't feel the shit that hurts you or hits you. And those people right there always feel like something has done wrong to them. But they wasn't in this shit when I was in this shit. All of this doors being open, these people wasn't making moves then. They're making moves now. Now you're mixing with places. I stayed in Wichita, Kansas, right? I was doing the shows, right? I was the promoter there. I did these things. I did this. Y'all were walking in my footsteps. When y'all going to let me walk in y'all's? I don't know no other state that any of you have opened a pipeline or a door for not even one person I'm connected with to do something. But y'all can speak on what I post on social media. And, and, and even for the people who know me in real life, the people I've been riding for for years, been showing love to for years, right? Even when they on team with other men, and them other men do, get mad at the other woman because she work out here at the jailhouse, and because she work at the jailhouse, and and they on the outside, and they you know what I mean, uh, saying this and about the unfair condition that's going on in the prison, and you work at the prison, so you mad at her, and oh, since you and this dude butt buddies, so you gonna get stand up for him and. And then you going off on these women, you going off on these women. What did I do? I tried to show love to them. I tried to show love to them. But these same men can do this type of shit, and it's okay. So what? why look at me and what I do is different? When you got men that's on your same team who disrespect you, and it's okay, if you get over it, so you'll get over this. You'll get over this or not. But see, that's the thing. Even those two men that I was referring to, showed love to them too. Showed support, respect to them too. And what happened? What happened? Them two conspired to do something to take away from me, they conspired with somebody else to do something, to hurt me, just like Fat Man was trying to get him to do a show on his radio show in Vegas so that he can have somebody here in Muskogee outside of me. That's all he wanted. And them two men that, yeah, that you said I was referring to, them the two men that agreed to do that when one of them was a part of my team and I was looking out for So when you speak on these things, good, sir. Make sure you know what you're talking about. You said, well, what they got going on and y'all got going on ain't got nothing to do with me. Correct. That's why I didn't speak on them. I spoke exactly what I wanted to say. I said exactly what I felt I needed to say. I done already said what I said about them. I done already addressed that situation. I done already explained that situation. But see, this is the thing. Mr. Black Soul, they both from Muskogee, Oklahoma. So just for them being from Muskogee, Oklahoma, like I did, I washed all that shit away. I said, man, you know what? I ain't tripping on none of that shit no more. See, because them two men, no matter what didn't happen, they from my city. They from where I'm from. Right? So I can let bygones be got bygones go for them. For you, nah, player, nah, not for you. And the reason why I'm going to say not for you is because you never came to Oklahoma and tried to work with anybody from Muskogee until I opened that door up. So, yeah, you got all, yeah, you, you should forever be grateful. Because now you're doing business here. Now you're connecting with people here that you wasn't ever worried about connecting with in the beginning. I didn't even start doing shows in Wichita when I first moved to Wichita. So why, before I even started doing events and bringing people from Muskogee and linking people with Kansas and Muskogee, why did you not link in with Muskogee? Then it's always been poets here in Muskogee. Y'all just wasn't paying attention. Y'all wasn't paying attention to my people. But now you want to act like you can stand up and get a slap on the back, nigga. I'm the one to put my people in your face. I'm the one that put them in your face so you could know about our people. You didn't give a damn about no Muskogee. You and your partners, who promoters, y'all wasn't booking nobody in Muskogee. But it's funny how Rick, bands of Rick, was also one of them people who allowed you to come and perform in Tulsa, and you've never booked him on the lyrics and last. You come to his city, and you never even salute that man. You say they was looking for poets, and who does Spammo Nation have? That's poets. Who the fuck are you? You think the nation has to tell you who all we are? What are you doing? Who are you to make us tell you anything we don't want to tell you? But if you contact and say, hey, I know a partner that's hosting an event, and he's looking for poets. Do y'all know any poets, or do you have any poets that's connected to No, you didn't do that. Why? Because that's too fucking real. That would be too fucking real. Y'all want me to contact you like I'm following behind y'all. Ain't no moves that y'all marching to that I'm doing. But it sure looks like a lot of the moves that I marched and put out there, y'all doing. So, again, anybody that get butt hurt, I tell them this, fuck that shit and pay respect. Because when I was breaking them doors down, y'all asses wasn't even doing shit that got to do with entertainment. Matter of fact, a lot of y'all looked down on us because we was rappers and shit, right? But now you walking through the door and our hard work. Now you connecting in with people in the city that we put hard work in. Now you're doing that and don't even give a thanks to us. But i return that back on y'all. What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? There's so much better or worse than what I've done and what I'm doing. See, when I speak on anything I want to, I'm a grown man. I pay my own bills. Take care of myself, right? Take care of my responsibilities. I can say whatever the hell I feel like saying. I get paid to do that. I keep stressing this. I get paid to do that. But it's funny how the same people that was mocking and making the mockery of Petty, you turned around and went and did business with. You didn't put Petty on. And Petty, Petty Murphy Project, you can go check it out, the interview. You got an interview on that show. Now, Petty ain't got no problems with you. He ain't got no quarrels with you. I ain't putting Petty in, in none of this. I'm speaking on the truth. But I got to say, it was so funny to me. So funny to me. You say, because of what I posted, that's whack and that's lame. So any of the poetry pieces or spoken word piece you do, you should never express your feelings. Because the next time you get up to perform, and anything you perform, if it's speaking on anything that you feel strongly about, good sir, when you get done, go to the bathroom, look in the mirror, tell yourself, I'm whack and I'm lame, right? Because that's what it means. Because you said me expressing myself on a situation where we've got treated unfairly, unjustly, right? You said that was whack and lame. So when you start speaking on these type of things, you don't think them police officers that you was hooping and hollering about how they did certain people, you don't think them police officers would look at you and say, you are whack and lame. But see, I I never disrespected you like that. I never did that, I spoke on something that was real. And I spoke on something that a lot of motherfuckers won't be real about. I spoke on something because I got tired of all the fake people. I got tired of people being close to me. Fake. You say, you know, you say, remember we were so highly of each other and we was cool and all of this, but you never made a opportunity happen for me. You never opened your doors up to me until the Cedric Lawson case, man. How'd you think that made me feel? But remember you said, I ain't I don't care about what you're going through. I ain't speaking on about what you've been through. Exactly. So you'll never understand how real I am. You'll never understand how loyalty is with me. I'm big on respect and I'm big on loyalty. If you've been following, you would have seen that. I didn't have to work with you. I didn't never, not one time, have to show you anything, but I did. So, good sir, all that stuff that you posted because you was in your feelings about me and because of how you felt what I posted, all you got to do, like I keep saying, and you never can say anything about this, cool. Feel that way. That's your right. That's your right. The only thing with it is is you're fake. Because you was all over him, you was so highly speaking of me a couple weeks ago. You was all famo this and famo that. Even you saying the word FEMO. How can you say the things that you said if you posted? But remember, you got in my inbox, and then you stopped getting in my inbox. We, well, we're not gonna tell, right? We're not putting this out there. We're not putting that today. You got in my inbox, and I told you. Why, I did what I did. I told you that. But then you get on there and try to make it seem like you just this person and you know everything and you just this man that got everything going on. Nigga, you ain't no better than me and I ain't no better than you. You ain't got a million dollars and neither do I. You say you say things that move people. I say things that move people. So who the fuck is you to tell me anything I can do when you ain't never been man enough to provide an opportunity for me like I did for you? So if you want to speak on anything, I'm going to tell you, no, femo, tighten your shit up. Tighten your shit up. Show me something that you ain't never shown me before. And what's that? Provide an opportunity for me and my people to do something that we love to do in a place that we haven't to people we don't know. You can't do that. Only thing you can do is try to do exactly what I did and that's already been done. Player, you a copycat. You 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 since you opened the door for this and you want me. See, it was all respect, right? It was all love. I never I never said these things. You named your showcase lyrics and laughs. You contacted me. Because you didn't want me feeling some type of way when you started promoting your lyrics and laughs. How can you say today the things that I've done or what I said or what I spoke on is whack and lame when I inspired you to do some of the things that you're doing? You ain't inspired me to do shit. I ain't looked at nothing you did and say, you know what? I want to do something he's doing. You know what? He inspired me. I've never named anything close to anything you got going on. But it's funny how out of all the names and phrases you could have came up with, you came up with lyrics and laughs. Why, when if you put lyrics and flow of a show together, you, know, you put the letters together, right, the beginning letter, the first letter of each of those words, what does it say? Last. Right? L-A-S-T-S. Last. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Mr. Breaking it out now. So how can you turn around now and speak about what I speak on? So if it wasn't a lyrics and flow to show, would you still would have came up with the name lyrics and laughs? I don't think so. Matter of fact, it was lyrics and and flow to show one, lyrics and flow to show two, lyrics and flow to show three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, who showed y'all how to start putting numbers on your events. Who was doing that? I think that was Lyrics and Flow of the Show, right? Uh, Petty Men was doing that, too. So, but now today, <laughs> now today, because you feel like you'd have done something, you ain't even done nothing for the people that done something for you, man. Fans of Rick, Jag the Official, Develop. They from here. They made that situation for you possible in Tusk, Oklahoma. Stanley Tisworth. That's who owned the venue. Don't you ever fix your mouth and say anything I do is whack and lame. Because this whack and lame shit, you sure was loving it. You was loving it. You was loving it so much, you went on and created your own thing with a name kind of similar. Whack and lame? I came with something unique. Some of me and our team sat down for weeks with meetings. A lot of blunts. And came up with something that would res- um, how should I say that represent what we was about lyrics and flow and the lyrics and flow don't even got nothing to do with music it's the lyrics in life and the flow of which we're moving dumbass people but y- but y'all come at me you come at me and what did lyrics and flow to show do? inspired you. That's what you said out of your own mouth. So after today, you can come out and say, no, I didn't say that. Whatever, man. People always do that shit when you tell the truth. But you actually was on a phone call with me. I didn't even call you. You called me. And I never disrespected you. I never called you whack for doing that. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. I thought that was one of the most wackest moves you could have done. Because everybody else was creating their own shit with their own names. You're the only one that created a showcase similar to the name of what we'll doing. You're the only one that created a showcase and started doing some of the things we was doing, but you added in some people and some positions that we didn't. I give you that. I give you that. I ain't going to say, ah, 100% the reason why you're doing what you're doing, but when it comes to Muskogee, you're exactly right. I am 100% the reason why you even come into my city, but I'm not the – reason why I did what I did. You're not the 100% reason why I did what I did in Wichita. You, I walked your streets in your community and helped people out. I used to watch people's kids that I didn't even fucking know because they got let off with a bus and their parents weren't off of work yet. So I would make sure I left work early. I would get to work early and leave early so I could be there at that bus stop to watch them kids for their mama come home or their daddy to get home from work. I did that shit in your community, nigga. How many motherfucking kids you didn't did that for in Muskogee, Oklahoma, since you want to speak on some shit? You come down here and get it jerking and have fun, nigga. You don't come down here to help my community. You don't come down here to help these people. You came down here to win a belt. You came down here to perform. You came down here because I made it popular for you to come down here. You tell me take several seats. No, your copycat ass need to take all the seats in the auditorium. Which one you want? The one on the front row or you want the one on the back row? What the fuck you think I was going to do? Let you just come at me on social media like you some big bad person, like you didn't did something? You didn't even create what you're doing right now. We did that. Anybody in Muskogee get butt hurt, I would say this, why you didn't do it. People feel like I disrespected the Queens of the Mike event. How is that? How is that if that's the only event that I'm going to be covering outside of my people? When I say my people, those are the ones that don't overlook me. I ain't getting paid to cover no events and no shit like that. I'm returning sponsorship money tomorrow because if me speaking out on people that make me feel some way or people that do things to me that's wrong, if me and every time I speak on that and you are the type of people that are always against that, I don't need you around me. I don't need to do could be connected with anything that you do because it's fake. I listen to so many people tell me what's going on in their life what they kids are doing, what they doing, what they baby daddies is doing, what they mamas, daddies, sisters, all these people is doing, right? And I listen and I give them my ear. I give them my attention, right? Oh, but when it's time to be there for me like that, I'm negative. I'm wrong. I shouldn't say this. I shouldn't say that. Where was you at standing in the gap for me? I I don't understand. If I didn't disrespect you, if I didn't say anything disrespectful to you, how can anybody take it that I was talking to them? Or is it that y'all walking in my footsteps and I called everybody out on it? Is that what it is? Or is it that we so cool, but then we ain't cool enough for me to even hop in and go to Wichita? My own people... Don't even have enough respect for what's been built to even say, "Hey, you know, shit, we we, we gotta bring Chop on the radio up there with us." No, and that's the difference. We open the door for everybody. Y'all open the door for y'all selves, and y'all click. You'll never beat me. You'll never beat me. You can never take away what I've done. You can never take away what I've done. You can say all of that shit you want to say. You can speak however you want to speak. You can run off and tell everybody about me, right? But remember, but remember this. Every time you reached out to me and asked me to do anything with our platform, I never told you no. I never stopped you. I showed respect. I saluted and I showed support, I made it happen. Until you can ever provide me an opportunity, equal or greater value, you have no room to speak on anything I say or post because you, good sir, have used me. You used me to get to Muskogee and to get to my people. You used me just like a lot of other people wanted, and Muskogee, they wasn't paying attention, so Muskogee, a lot of people were dumb to the facts because they wasn't really paying attention to anything. You, my good friend, used me to get to where I'm from, and I tried to protect my city from people just like that. I stood in the gap, and I'm the one that tried to protect y'all from coming and using my people for y'all gain, right? You had to come down here and mix with these poets. Because you don't know none of the rappers here. You don't, know none of them. you don't know any of the movers and shakers here. The people that you know, them ain't the only movers and shakers here. Them ain't the only people in the city doing some things. It's people that you overlooking this way, that, that got talent, too, that you overlooking because the only people that you know is from the ones that I introduce you to and then the people that they introduce you to. You ain't came down here for a week and got it in on a regular day. Shit, I spent years in your community, homie. I spent years in your city, homie. I put tithes and offering in churches in your city, homie. I helped out pastors in your city, homie. I helped out grandmas and grandpas in your city, homie. I cut yards for people in your city, homie. I put people on who was complaining because people like you was overlooking them in your city, homie. You ain't never did none of that shit in mind. So when you speak on me and you speak on something that I post, see, you got to keep it all the way 100K. Because if you don't, you're on blow-up. And that's what you're on, straight blow-up. Because, you know, like you try to be and you try to portray this type of man that you are and, you know, all of this type of stuff. And, cool, I've respected it for a long time. But what you did today like you said what I did today, but what you did today was, was really the whack and lame. When everything you said to me was really, I know you was really just wanting to say about yourself. You just wasn't man enough to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I can't really say nothing to this cat like that because he did look out for me. But when you had a chance to be real and you said that femo before you started addressing me, that's when you should have stopped and been like, damn. I'm even saying the word famo while I'm addressing him. See, we don't talk to each other that type of way. We be real with each other. We be 100K with each other, but we don't dis- disrespect each other like that. You disrespected me. So I'm disrespecting you. You got to deal with it just like I got to deal with it. You can go run, but this is the thing. You can go tell anybody you want to anything about me. You'll never be able to tell them you gave me what I gave you. You'll never be able to tell them you looked out for me like I looked out for you. You'll never be able to tell me I'll, I'll be on your page looking at your shit like you was on mine. So when you go off and speak about me, shit, these people that know, they're going to say, well, shit, didn't, he bring, didn't you go to Oklahoma? Ain't you doing business with people in Muskogee? Didn't you just bring people from Muskogee up here? What the fuck is you saying to this guy? This guy is one of the guys that made it happen because you didn't give a shit about Muskogee. And Muskogee needs to know this. Stop falling for these people's fucking games. That didn't dawn on y'all head? Oh, shit. Why is it that now all of a sudden now it's an important thing to really focus on this building a in Wichita moving back and forth? Wasn't we already doing that? Where the fuck was you motherfuckers at? Oh, that's right. Playing the snake role to get close to see how we was doing it, to see what it was really about. To see, because you've seen Tony and T.T.D. getting love, and you seen uh, Lawyer Jones getting love, and uh, you seen all these different people from Wichita getting love, so you was like, well, damn, I got to see this shit for myself. And you did. And what did you immediately do? You immediately said what you said to me, and then lyrics and laughs. So, my good sir, when you speak on the mister, make sure you tell the whole truth. You didn't call your shit laughs out loud, laughs all night, Uh, poetry and laughs, spoken word and rhymes. You didn't say that shit. Your shit, my good sir, is called lyrics and laughs. And ours before yours was called lyrics and flow the show. What's wacky? And what's lame? I, I I think I'm missing the fucking clue here. A grown-ass man naming his shit after another fucking man that's around the same age on the same fucking level or the motherfucker who did the, the shit that come up with something unique to him and his people. What is lame and what is whack? If it was my people, my people would have been like, Nah, man, you know, old oh boy, call his shit this and this, man. Let's come up with something different. That's what my people would have said. Joe people let you do that shit. Why? Because at that time, a lot of people was feeling butthurt about a lot of the pressure that was being applied in Wichita. Come on now. Don't act like you wasn't on that side of the wall over there, too. You keep saying this type of shit, and you said a whole lot of nothing today because you never once booked anybody a part of us. You never once booked anybody that booked you from us. But you come down here with the poets, and you feel like you can run your little mind game on them, and you'll just show them love. But really, you disrespecting them because I am one of theirs. No matter if they want to claim me or not, I'm an Okie, born and bred. I made it possible for you to come meet my people. So even them and some of their actions, how they handled the situation, they let you disrespect me and the city and the work that was being put in because I wasn't the only one. I just said bands of Rick and Develop. They both from Muskogee, too. What do, you, what do you? When do you ever mention Develop's name? You know, the, the, the camera guy that was filming you? When do you ever mention Bands of Rick's name? You know, the one that's been putting on for Muskogee since shit forever? When do you ever mention Jag the official's name? Oh, that's right. That ain't what you was around us for. You showed your true colors today, homie, and I'm glad you did. Because I've always been wondering that about you. All this time, I've really been wondering what's really your angle. See, all this time, I've been watching you, trying to figure out just really what is your angle. And you showed it today. You spoke on, and you really feel what I do is whack and lame, but it's funny I had that whack and lameness inspired you. So what does that make you? If a person who can speak on something is whack and lame, but they inspired you, What does that make you? And even if you respond, what does that make your response? See, this is chestnut checkers. I played you. I played you because I got tired of wondering and I wanted to figure out. And I knew exactly what button to push to get you to respond. And I knew you was going to either respond one way or another. And I honestly didn't think you was going to respond that way. But you showed me something. I played you, homie. Don't ever act like you're smarter than me. Don't ever act like you know what I'm doing or you can speak on what I'm doing. I put the bait out there. You bit it. Now I spank your ass. Why did I do it? Because I've been wondering about you for a long time. Been watching you for a long time. Yeah, I'm going to admit it. Because there's something about you that just didn't sit 100% right with me. You was cool, you was showing love, but I remember when you backed off me, too. I remember when you pushed away, too. I remember when you did start doing shows, nigga, you didn't reach out to me and say, you know what? Remember when I told you inspired me? Hey, man, come and be in the building tonight. So get off the fucking blow-up. So you threw that out there because you think people in Muskogee was going to run with that shit because they didn't know and they wasn't in Wichita, Kansas. But you didn't tell them you never booked anybody from over here on our side. You never told them you never even offered me to come to any of your shows and tell the Cedric Lofton case. So my good, sir... You're 100% on blow-up by that response. You were just hurt. You were just Your feelings was hurt because I spoke on it. And the first thing you said to try to get my people in Muskogee against me, which some of them fell for, was, oh, you're not even going to speak on how Muskogee came up and do here. Motherfucker, when you speak the words Muskogee, show my city some motherfucking respect, nigga. The fuck wrong with y'all? Anytime you open up your mouth and you speak them words Muskogee, you better show my city respect just like I showed yours and nothing less. You have to. You have to. And i seen the promotion, and I told, like I told Bird, just like I tell everybody, I don't send my people to nobody that I think is not going to treat them like I would treat them better. I know how they run promotion in Wichita. How is it every time y'all bring somebody from Muskogee on there, how is the promotion always fucking shitty? How is it that a poet can be in Muskogee doing things and promote their name this certain way, but then when y'all mix with them, you promoting their name a different way? But remember, you're the one that decided to fall for the bait. You could have kept it G. You could have kept it player. You could have kept it soul. You tipped the line. And the line that I didn't think you was going to tip, but I'm glad you did. Because I know not to ever have you around me again. Now that I know, I'm going to push the issue. Now that I know, every time you come to Muskogee or you work with anybody in Muskogee, it's really because you can't say thank you, bro. Thank you for for opening the doors for me. Thank you. Thank you. I know you really want to say it, but you really can't. You ain't man enough to say it. But you man enough to try to knock me on social media. So, yeah, I'm so waiting for the night to come on so I can do it in front of the whole world. Just like I said what I said in front of everybody. See, I don't do what you did. And you think I don't know about the little female that you was fucking with that you was talking about me behind my back. But, see, you don't know the little female used to come get weed from me. But I never told you that. You don't know some of that female. And she ain't going to tell you. But if I have to show receipts, I can See, you spoke on me to a female and you didn't know me and that female was connected some kind of way. I never even said nothing to you about it. I never disrespected you. I never told you about it. I never blasted you about it. And guess what? I still showed you love, respect and support. So my good sir, I said all of that to say this. You accomplished absolutely zero today. Only thing you did was expose how you really feel about me and what Femmo Nation, Dreamland Entertainment, Reckless Photography, you really showed us how you feel about us. You came to Muskogee to get our people. You didn't come to Muskogee to show love to the people that showed you love. When you was in the city, I on purpose didn't go up there because I had some people with me that really wanted to push up on you because they felt it was disrespectful. And these little cats out here don't really do disrespect too well. This is Muskogee, Oklahoma, right? And it is some people out there that consider me in high favor. And it's some people that know the whole situation and was looking at you like, Oh, they think this shit is sweet down here in Muskogee. Oh, they think shit don't happen to people here in Muskogee. But it was a person that said, nah, man, shit, they coming down here to do their thing, man. It's all good. It's all good. I'll speak on it. See, you don't know this has been brewing. You just opened the door for it when you could never stand on being real. I don't... I am not on a team with any of those poets that you brought or my fault that you said your promoter friend brought. But how is it that me and you been plugged up all this time, right? And I just showed you all this love and all this respect, all this support, but you didn't even have it enough in you to holler at your promoter friend and even mention my name. But I got at door when he was still a part of the team. And I mentioned your name. So again, y'all gonna quit playing with me, cause I'm gonna start telling the truth about all of y'all. That's how y'all wanna play. That's how we can play. When it comes to women and all, I mean, I let the truth. I, I let it go. I don't got time for nobody' kids speaking on stuff that they have not that, that they don't even know about. Again, the post about the queens of the mic never said anything disrespectful to the queens of the mic or the whole event, or anybody that got anything to do with putting it on. Hell, I was actually getting promotional stuff, was in line to get promotional stuff, so when I am at the damn event, but see, when people fake like they really understand you, fake like they really for you, every time something happened to you and you speak about it, they're never going to be able to see it. I spoke on Lonnie Barker same person couldn't understand it yeah because you are not a male you did not look up to these older guys these older guys didn't give you a fairy tale and then left you out to dry these young, these older guys they come down here you show them love because they know how to play you but they have never made a situation right situation right with me of Rick Mac Mall T I mean I can go on y'all remember who all was around us all of us how did you so But I spoke on that situation, and I was wrong. I spoke on that situation how I promoted that somebody was going to be coming on Sundays to do soul repair Sundays as a motivational speaker that told me I was going to be able to do be a judge on a talent show and lied to me, embarrassed me in front of everybody in Wichita. But when I spoke on it, I watched exactly who was stand on the other side because they like him. They like him more than they like me, and that's cool. That's cool. But Lonnie ain't he ain't did what I done. And I ain't did what he done. And I will say and I've even told people this I used to look up to that man like crazy. When they was at height, when they was in high school, I told people this. I used to fake like I was sick. So I could go to the Muscogee High where my mama was the nurse, just so I could be around this man and Cecil Piercey. Shout out to my big bro Cecil. But see, sometimes and Cecil never forgot about me. Sometimes these older men they forget the shit that they say to these younger male kids. So then as we start getting older, and Rick say Up Rick start doing his thing, shit, Lonnie start pouring salt on Up Rick. A lot of people pouring salt on Benzo Rick, the same little kid
1: that looked up to him. The same little kid that would ride bikes halfway across Muscogee to go show up to the studio just to be around you and be able to rap.
0: And you poured salt on him. You poured salt on him. I watched it over and over. Hell, people in Tulsa was even commenting on it because they seen you do it. So I spoke on it because that's something I've been carrying around with me. But you know what I did? Because he did have the only gold cover. I put myself on the gold cover. So now he can't say he got the only gold cover. But again, that was us showing love. Lonnie didn't ever reach out to me to show no love to me. I reached out to Lonnie and said, bro, man, I was ready to turn my life around. I'm going to tell everybody. I came to this man and said, Hey, man, I'm tired of living like this. Man, I'm ready to turn my life around. I want to give everything up to the Lord. And what the fuck did you do to me? You lied to me. But see... When I spoke on it, none of that mattered. Only thing that mattered is, no, Pac, you shouldn't say this. No, Pac, why are you speaking on this now? Why are you speaking on this now? Never understood. Black Soul, you said you didn't care what I've been through. I don't give a damn and never have cared about anything you've been through. I've never even had the yearning to even wanna find out why because i felt some way about you the entire time i watched that video over and over that you was in and i watch how your demeanor is in that video i watch how your body language is in that video i watch it i go back and i watch that footage every time so I could remind myself every time he get at me and he say he need to do this or hey can he come and do this i'm gonna tell him yes cuz one day One day, all of this is going to have to be brought back up so he can remember. All of this is going to be brought back up to remember. And he say, well, I ain't the person who booked this, and I ain't the person who booked this. All the fuck I'm hearing, you call me weak. All I'm hearing is a weak-ass man who's saying he ain't got enough respect with other people to make shit happen. I wasn't weak. I wasn't whacked then, Right? I posted what I posted because it was the damn truth I posted what I posted because it was the truth and see a lot of people be on blow up and they can't handle the truth see they've been throwing slugs at me this whole time right they've been stepping over what I built this whole time and I've been taking it and I took it got my health back up got my money back right got my life back in order I always said when it's time it's time so now this is time that I start firing back at all of you. Everybody that be sending slugs at me, and I've been letting it go. Y'all thought I was going to let it go? I'm just waiting until I got myself back. They said, don't never go to war unless your money right. My money right. My health right. So what? What now? What now? A lot of you motherfuckers should be calling me grandfather when it comes to this shit. Because a lot of you didn't do what I did. You didn't do what bands up Rick did. You didn't do what develop did. You didn't do what Jack the official did, but you walking in our hard work. You're reaping the benefits of our hard work. And you do that shit and you overlook us, but ain't that how it is. But then again, we turn around and say the black people, we need to come together. How can I come together and be in unity with people who don't even show respect to someone who did something that they didn't even do, but they reaping the benefits of this person's hard work. That's like never even giving salute to Rosa Parks for what she did on the bus. That's like never even giving salute to that. Let's be honest. This is Muskogee, Oklahoma, man. Nobody was worried about doing that shit. So when you speak on me, Remember, I came to your city with a duffel bag. A duffel bag and a pound of weed. Right? What I did in your city, in Wichita, Kansas, I got love for. Got love to this day there. I have no issues with anybody outside of the entertainment. Only time anybody ever says something is if they inside entertainment. How is that? Why is that? Why is that? Why everybody else salute? Why everybody else speak highly on it? Just like you was, until you heard me say something you didn't wanna hear. But long as you was hearing me say something about every other situation, it's just like artists. I speak on artists, and then I speak about people who speak down on artists. I speak on all of it. I speak on all of it, both sides. I try to see both sides. I try to see the whole picture, and I will speak on both sides. You, my good sir, failed today because the only thing you did was get out of your character, jump into my world, and you didn't even start off by telling the truth to people of why you're even wanting to come to Muscogee, Oklahoma. If Doyle ain't said it, then would you... But I'm not going to bring him into this because, I ain't like I said, I didn't let everything go. I ain't got nothing against Bird. I ain't got nothing against Brandon or Soul's Ink Pen. Bird overcoming Soul's Ink Pen. I ain't got nothing against neither one of them no more. I didn't let everything go. It hurt me real bad because I had a lot of love for him. I had respect for him. I had loyalty for him. Whatever situ- the situation that happened that Brandon talked him into, it happened. I stayed mad about it. Get over that shit. Ain't nothing that I'm doing has stopped because of any of them. Right? But my idea is still being put forth today because of what information I gave to other people. How the fuck can you fix your mouth to tell me anything I speak on is wrong? You came down and connected with the same person that you knew at the time we had quarrels and we had some animosity towards each other. What did your happy-go-lucky ass do? Oh, man, hey, that that's that's just between y'all. I could have said that shit when you was ready to come to Tuss, I could have said, you know what? Now, nah, Femonem said, "Bro, them said, man, they they got somebody from Muskogee that they was going to book, man. They they wanted to book them, so I'm sorry, man, you can't come. I can't put you on that show." And I'm not sure. I got to I got to do my check, but I think I actually booked you on a show here in Muskogee as well. And I I, I could be wrong, but I don't think you showed up. I think he was on the fly. He was on the promotion, and it was going to be at Club Post. I think all of us was in there, but I don't remember you being there. You're not going to tell anybody about that? You're not going to tell anybody how I promoted you for being on a show here in Muskogee, real hard? You didn't show it? Matter of fact, to show you I know everything that I do and I plan everything out, you don't remember few days ago, last week, I shared a flyer that said melodies and bass. Ain't your name on there? See, I know what I'm doing. I know how to do me. You just got sucked up into my world, but you didn't come in and be in 100K. You came in and be on that blow up. So now, yes, I 100% do not trust you. I 100% believe that the only reason you came around was So that you could find out a little information, see some things, so that you could go off and do things to overshadow what we was doing. So that eventually you could try to make me say, like, eat my words and come to Muskogee and work with people in Muskogee. But one thing you fail to realize is you can't do what i done and it hurt me. When you do what i done, you're actually making what i done look more significant. So when you say it's because you didn't have no involvement, I'm glad you said that because everybody connected to me, even people who was in the building at Fuego, seen what you said, and every last one of them said, how the fuck this lane going to say that shit when we didn't even want him in Tulsa? You the one said put him on the show. Oh, shit, I didn't let the cat out the bag. Nobody wanted you to be on that show in Tulsa but Mr. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I guess that's whack. I guess that's lame. Cause I stood up for you. Cause I stood up for you. That's whack. That's lame. But you come to my city, you don't you don't pull up. You don't you don't do any of that. Because that ain't what that's what never that was never your intentions. Your intention was never to come to Muskogee and show me love like I showed you in your city, in the city where you was at. That was never your damn intentions. Your intentions was to do exactly what you're doing. Move me out the way so that you can be that man, so that you can be that guy, right? And all the people that fell for it and walking in that energy, I salute every last one of you because now I know how y'all is too. Y'all will turn on me for anybody that flashed something in front of your face in this lane. Door showed me that because Door from Muskogee, because at one point in time I did consider Door Femo, I could let that shit go. I can see door of the day. I'm going to say, what's up to him? I don't have no animosity towards him. I can see Brandon. I see Brandon all the time. I put soul z-pin all the time. I throw the deuces up. He actually helped me push my truck one time. I didn't fight him. I didn't stab him, shoot him, nothing. So when you speaking on me, get off this social media bullshit and speak on the real man that I am. You fear my fucking power, but you love to copycat. What I created, and then turn around and act like you doing something. Nigga, you ain't doing shit, but what you seen us do, all you did was tweak it a little bit. Tweak the name a little bit. Tweak how you run your events a little bit. Since you wanna speak on what's lame and what's whack, what's lame is what's whack is lyrics and that laughs. That's what's lame and what's whack. Because You said it out your own mouth. I got to keep repeating this because cats forget the shit that they even say. You called me to run it past me to make sure we wouldn't be beefing or any quarrels because you wanted to call it lyrics and laughs. But you proceeded to tell me we inspired you by what you seen when you came to Tulsa, your first time performing in Tulsa, in Oklahoma. That meant that much to you. So when it's your turn and you in position and you got that power to show that back, only time you really fuck with the radio show is when you either want it to be heard, you wanted me to play that song that y'all submitted to me, you want to come on and bring the kids on, you wanted to talk about the Cedric Lofton case. You have never been on any interviews I've done. You've never been on any shows that I've done outside of that. You've been on a couple where you came on and just listened to the whole show. I give you that. I saluted you for that. I even made a post and said Black Soul rocked the whole show with us. I even said that, my guy. I even said that. Listen to your porch. I listen to your spoken word. No matter if I agree with it or not, what have I ever said? Man, you doing your thing, man. Salute, man. Man's black, soul, this, black, soul, that. That's all I ever motherfucking said. You are fucking lame to even speak on me. You are fucking lame, and you a user. And I'm glad you using the people in Muskogee you use it, because my real ones would not let that shit happen. My real people would have been cut your wad off. My real people would have been like, nah, you need to go show that to Pac-Man first. Why you coming over here? Pac-Man, the one that was showing you love, wasn't Pac-Man in Wichita with you? No, before you come do this with us. But see, they don't want to show that because they think they actually out here just really showing people how to really be and be all positive and never speak nothing. They're showing you how to let people walk over your ass. And then they're showing me when people walk over me, they'll never be standing beside me to defend me. But I stood in the gap to defend all of them. See, I was laughing all goddamn day today. That's how funny I think this shit is. I think this shit is so funny. is because I told people when you jump in this game, don't be fake. Be yourself. Try to be straight up and down. Do not be on blow up. And it's funny because everybody say, I don't know what I'm talking about. But, hell, a lot of people are doing the same thing that I do or that I've done. So if I'm crazy, if I'm negative, what does that say about a lot of people who go into the same place where I made my name at so that they can go make they name at? What does that say about those people? You let, you let them play y'all. And they're going to continue to play you because y'all don't believe it's a play being played. But I remember when people was like, in Wichita, some of the same people were saying certain things. And Muskogee wasn't really paying attention to it because Muskogee didn't know these people in Wichita, right? And exactly what they said, I watched happen. Because my own people here don't have a respect enough for me to tell a person, hey, didn't this person connect you in here? You ain't winning and at him. You ain't mixing with him, but you mixing with us. See, that'd be too real. Because, see, everybody, when it comes to fame and clout, people change. When people start doing their thing a little bit, they start changing. They start sliding off to that fake side. But until they end, when they ain't doing anything like that and they ain't really got no name, oh, they love you. They highly respect you and everything. It's funny how you didn't have no work in Muskogee. You never spoke to me like you posted on my comments. You've never spoke to me like that ever since I've known you. But since you didn't came to Muskogee a couple of times, I guess you feel like you can. You didn't do nothing but what I set up for you to do. Like, you didn't do nothing but help keep my vision going. So it's like you really work for me. You doing work that I set up for you to do so that I don't actually have to be the one doing it. I can make you do it. And I can make you do it for my people. So for my people that feel mad about what I said, I ran a play on them to get them to show y'all love. How the fuck you ain't going to how the fuck you against me? How the fuck you going to say or feel any kind of way about me? When what I did is the reason that gave them the energy and the thought to show y'all love. They was been performing poetry in Wichita. I don't remember no poets from Muskogee ever being there. Right? But why Wichita? Why not Dallas? Oh, that's right. Mr. wasn't in Dallas doing this thing. Why not Kansas City? Oh, that's right. Mr. wasn't in Kansas City doing this thing. I was in Wichita. And it's kind of funny. Now, so I said I've been laughing all damn day long with this shit. It's kind of funny how Wichita is one of the main places of destinations of choice. Why not Oakland? San Francisco, Compton, LA, Chicago, I'm, I'm Nebraska, Colorado. Why Wichita? And for you good sir, why Muskogee? Who did you know in Muskogee? Who did you know was from Muskogee? Who was in power and position to plug you in? Who introduced you in birds? Who told Bird to go link in with you so you can never fix your mouth to say anything about me because you've never been in position to do what I've done you could think you better than me because you do your spoken word dog I could do what you do in my sleep yes I, I, I'm saying this like to be honest dog like I done went through the same things you done went through as a black man and the shit that you do that shit ain't nothing special I can sit here and write the same type of shit you do. I could write a hundred of them in a day. Every single day for the rest of my life. And I hate to bring the beat, bring it down to you like that, but dog, you ain't doing nothing special. You ain't doing nothing different than no other spoken word artist been done before you. You're doing the exact same thing. But you can't say that about me. You can see the people before me where I'm from, they didn't open up the door to Wichita. So you can't say that about me, but I can say that about you. You're doing everything that somebody else showed you before, and you took little pieces of it and created what you are now. See, you say all of this stuff in your poetry, in your spoken word, and then soon as a person that, Shows you love and respect. Speaks on the situation. You go against everything that you say you stand for. I say I stand for keeping it a hundred k and no blow up, and that's what I did. So for you to say that whack and lame, no. You should really salute me for standing up for what I said. I told your ass and I told everybody this year you're going to hear us, see us, and feel us. I didn't do nothing that I didn't already told you I was going to do. I said, when the jerkin' come back, be ready. For two years, I told all you motherfuckers that overlooked everybody, be ready when we come back. If you thought I was going to come back and be fake, when have I ever been that? But that's what you have been. That's what your actions have shown. To me, you have been fake. To femo Nation, you have been fake. To Muskogee. you have been fake. Fake, because you ain't even honored the person that honored you to even plug you in with Muskogee. So when you come to Muskogee, you should be screaming Pac-Man and Femmo Nation every damn chance you get. But you don't because you went linked up with some people who at the time had animosity against me. So you felt on that side. And you didn't mix in with none of us. You didn't come by Big Chief Dispensary. You didn't come by Polish to Perfection. You didn't come by 11th Street. You didn't come by 13th Street. You didn't come on York Street. You didn't come off of Oak Mogey. You didn't come on Columbus. You don't come no on Sixth Street Hill, Port city. You didn't come anywhere where we be at. You wouldn't stay around those people who had animosity towards me and I had animosity towards them. So what does that look like? My good sir, I brought you around people that showed you love, showed you support. What did you do for me? What did you do for me? Come on the show. Find a million people just like you. I know a million people just like you. It's a dime of does. I can look north, south, east, and west, anywhere, and find anybody that do what you do. Since you say I'm whacking lame, what I said, what I spoke on was whacking lame. Well, I feel like then I that means then I can speak on what I feel like is whacking lame too. And what I feel like is whack and lame. Remember, you said this shit. You jumped on my post, and you started commenting. You came into my world. So since you're in my world, this is what you're going to get. I do, I'm never on your page. I never know what you post. You could be calling me the worst thing right now on your page. I would never know it. I don't pay attention to you. Only time I pay attention to you is when you contact me about getting on Chop on the radio to speak about something or anything like that. Other than that, dog, I don't pay attention to a damn thing you do. Like, I never speak your name unless I'm showing love, respect, support. Other than that, you are nothing in my life. You are nothing to my world. But guess what? I am to yours. That's why you come to Muskogee. What about Tulsa? You remember you said I put you on your first show in Oklahoma. That was in Tulsa. Oh, didn't you get get booked on another show in Tulsa? Did you even say that it wasn't Tulsa people that even brought you for the first time to Tulsa? No. See, you try to make it a bad thing because I said. You said if it was about me because it wasn't about me. You thought that was gonna make me look bad. When actually, it made you look like what you said, lame. Because I did give you that opportunity. I did open that door for you. Family Nation did plug you in. Bands Up Rick did, Develop it. They did put up money for an event that made it possible for you to come to the O and perform. So you're right, when you say me, Remember, you tagged FEMO Nation name on that. And when you try to throw our name out there trying to be fucking funny, remember FEMO Nation did what you can't do. And you will never be able to do what FEMO Nation did. Only thing you can do is copy off of us like you did and like you're perceived to do. So anytime you speak on Muskogee or FEMO Nation, make sure you tell the full story. If not, you are lame and you are whack. And everything that come out your mouth and everything that you touch is whack and is lame. Feel however the fuck you want to feel about it. The hell wrong with these people. How you how you sit up and speak about the person who helped your ass out, but you ain't never helped them out. I ain't never been to a lyrics flow to show. You think that made me look bad or you? You don't want to get the power to book on lyrics and laughs. I don't got the power to book on Lyrics and Last. You never even got at me to say, hey, do you know anybody that want to come perform? No. So when you said I've never showed up to a Lyrics and Last and you wasn't tripping, nigga, you never invited anybody of us. You never invited any of us. So you thought that was going to be a cool thing for you to say. And it really just made you look more even lame because you let everybody know that you didn't even have enough power to put me in the building. Like we put you in the building. You let everybody see that. You let everybody who read that read that shit. You didn't never come. You didn't never pop out to a lyrics and last. You never booked us. You never invited us. You didn't want me there. You didn't want me in the building because I was shining and jerking at the time in Wichita. Remember, you wasn't doing shows at the club where I was at, at the venue where I was at. You wasn't doing shows at any of the venues where the people that I was connected to was doing stuff. You was doing shows at a different venue because you was competing what we was doing. And we actually even did events on the same nights before. So you get on social media and you try to act like you was just this person and you just this and just that. Though you can never speak on me in any kind of way because you haven't even did anything I've done, not even a little bit. All you've done is what I already was doing before you even started doing you. But you don't say that. I gave you the opportunity. You didn't say that. You just kept, all you kept saying was names. Whack. Oh, you speaking on this, that means you and your feelings. nigga. ain't you human? If you cut your arm right now, slice your arm right now with a pocket knife and slice it open, don't blood come out? You commented because you was in your feelings. So make this shit make sense. So you're allowed to have feelings, but I ain't. Who the fuck you think you is? See, I've, I've heard you refer to yourself as a god before. Nah. Not at all, player. Not at all. You can't even produce one event and put me in the building, but you refer to yourself as a God. i seen you do that. I've seen you say that before. Right? Because of how you believe and all of that shit. Cool. You still ain't never did for me what I did for you. You say anything you want to say. <laughs> you can run with it a million ways. I'm going to stand on it, and I will keep saying you don't have enough power to do for me what I had enough power to do for you. And until you can show that you really not even on my level at all, dog. You didn't inspire me. What we was in doing, what we was doing inspired you. You ain't even on my level to come at me the way you come at me. Dog, I made money in your city. I made money in your city and turned around and gave it back and gave it to the streets. I took money from your city streets and put it into the clubs, into the venues, paying bartenders, paying local people. Come on, dog! You ain't did none of that for my city. (laughs) Now, when you come down here and pass out turkeys, have you put money up to pay anybody's electric bill, anybody's gas bill? Have you gave up over $700 at a time, multiple times, to help out with people's rent in places you didn't even stay here in Muskogee? No, but I've done that in your city. I've done that in your city. So when you speak on me, please tell the people you really just mad because you can't be me. You're really just mad because you want to be me. You want to have the power I have. You want to get the love I get. You wish you had the creative mind I had. You stick to the shit that you do. I made you think about Muskogee. I made you want it. I made you want it so bad that you couldn't wait. You couldn't wait till it was your chance to link in with Muskogee, Oklahoma. I made that. I made you want that shit like you want to eat. I made that. I made you want that shit like you want to wake up and breathe air.
1: It took some time.
0: It took some time. But you did exactly what I wanted you to do. Come down here. mix with my people. So you, good sir, or a follower, you, good sir, have been had. See, the whole time you thought you was playing me, I was playing you. See, I can say, Black Soul is in my music video, the only video that I've ever shot. You is in there. You can't say that shit about me. (laughs) I played you, dog. I played you. I've been playing you the whole time. Fuck it. Tell the truth. I've been playing you the whole time. Why? Because I feel I'm a very, I'm big on respect. I'm big on loyalty. You remember when you pushed back from me? You remember when you pushed back from me after we showed you that love? See, I forgive but i never forget. So I allowed you to come do everything that you've done since then with us, to us, and with us for a purpose, for a reason. Because I couldn't wait to the day to put this shit in your motherfucking face. You are a lame because you used me and now you using my people. But the whole time, I was using you. I told you, I was already going to speak on the Cedric Lawson case. It was just I had to get around to it. But I said, you know what? Black Soul don't never really show us shit. Yeah, let him come on on the show and speak about the Cedric Lawson case. Yeah, let him be the one to come on and do that. So when he started getting out of line, because I already seen where your head was going, player. So when he started getting out of line, I could just swing one time and smack him on the ass real quick and tell him, hey, player, did you forget and when you got at me, you wasn't saying, "Man, fuck that, you lame, you whack." I don't want to come on your platform to talk about the Cedric Lofton case. The rest in peace. To him. I don't want to come on your platform and do this. No, you thought you was playing me. And a lot of them people that tuned in to hear you come on and talk to Cedric Lofton. Shouts out to all of them because a lot of them tunes in to every show now that you don't even be on. So I appreciate you, player. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for helping me run my checkup. Thank you. I used you like you thought you were using me. Today, what you doing to look up and see these poets and these people go to Wichita, Kansas, and you even be cool with the person that brought them, I beat you because that was already in the plans. That's on paper. That's in pen. Your name is one of those names that's circled. I was going to use you anyway because I already felt what I felt from you. So what you're doing now makes me feel good because I really know how good of a chess player I really am. You have did nothing in my city that I didn't want you to do. Them people that you come down here to Muscogee and you get around with, you know, none of them, you know, mean really street, street people like that. I'm talking about. But they very loving people. They are. They very loving people. They good people. They good people. That it's good people here in Muskogee. And I introduced you to that. I opened your eyes up to stop overlooking my people, still looking at my people. Still looking our way. And that's what you did. So dog, don't don't call me wacky lame. Hey. Call me a mastermind. Call me a great planter. Tell me I'm one. I'm, I'm a great seed planter. I planted the seed. You're nurturing it for me. You're nurturing it. Even, even, even Bo knows this shit. Y'all heard him? Bo even knows this shit. Bo saying that's right. Bo said, I don't even know him. But, nigga, I know you. So I know you don't be on no false shit. I know you going to tell the truth about yourself and about everybody else. See, all he did was fall for the bait. And I gotta say, the other person that fell for the bait—I didn't think you was because I didn't say anything to you. I've actually been saying, if you've been tuned in and you've been paying attention, y'all been hearing me say, man, big shouts out to the Queens of Muskogee. I've been saying, hey, when I speak on this, we leaving the Queens of Muskogee out of this. I've been saying that, right? I didn't start saying that. Until the event was made. And I started saying that to show love to the event that was made in the Queens of Muskogee who were around her making things happen. So how the fuck you let somebody from Wichita come in between the fucking respect and love I show for my city and my people in here just because they suck and dive and do this and open up a, a opportunity that ain't even that they didn't wasn't even the ones to open the fucking door up in the first place. Because they didn't care about you. They didn't care about you, your family, your friends, your team. They didn't care anything about y'all. They was on rappers. Because that's what we brought to Wichita. They was wanting K. Reezy. That's what we brought to Wichita. They hated it that I was doing Doing what I was doing, and they couldn't say that they was in Muskogee or they had access to Muskogee like that. Now they can. Somebody had to stand in the gap. That someone just happened to be a person who got taught us the fake shit. Wacking Lane is not paying homage and respect to the people that open doors up for you. Now, you don't run off and say, he did not open up no doors for me, He don't do all this play, I've already put the pictures out there, people have already seen you there, you was in the video, you're, you're, you're on footage, you, you're, you're on this show, recording, showing love to us, telling the same thing that I just said, that we booked you first time in Oklahoma, you're on the show saying this out your own mouth. I have receipts of you showing respect and being respectful and talking cool and and all of this, right? But today you flipped because I said something you didn't want to hear. Dog, a lot of the time when you talk, it's a lot of things that I don't really even give a shit about coming from you. Why? Because I never fully trusted you. So if I never really fully trust you, I can never really trust what you do and what you say you're doing. See, I think you used the Cedric Lofton case for a little bit of clout. Why? Because it's been other people that things can happen to. Mm-hmm. And you never did once contact us to speak on their behalf. Maybe you cool with Cedric Lofton's family. I don't know. This ain't got nothing to do with his family at all. I pay my respects to them, and I never disrespect nobody losing a family member. But maybe I'm starting to think you did this for clout because you said one thing. Well, I offered y'all to come up to the benefit concert, and y'all didn't come. See, that's clout shit. You didn't, speak, you didn't speak on that I opened up the platform and let you come on and speak on the case. You made sure you said I didn't show up to the benefit concert without saying that before that, I, we allowed you to come on here and speak about it. See, that's that blow up. So, again, who's really negative, who's really whack, and who's really lame? I don't say any word that you use as a slogan. I don't say anything that you say on a regular, every day-to-day basis as your words, your lingo. But you say ours. Remember, you called FEMO, and I'm going to show you how fake these motherfuckers is. FEMO stands for family around me only. So, sir, would you jumped on the book and did and you said, oh, I can't respond? Hell, no, nah, you can't respond, dog. Why? Because you ain't on my level. You've never been able to, you've never had enough power to do for me what I've done for you. So, no, you cannot speak on the king. You say you are God. Not looking like it now. You looking like the rest of us. You looking like you ain't no better than nobody else. You looking like a lot of the shit that you try to put off and who you try to portray you is. Now you sort of look like you really ain't that guy. But see, you can do my background check. Pac-Man been Pac-Man. Actually, I used to be more evil than what I am now. I used to be more violent than what I am now. But when it comes to this entertainment game, I've always stood on the same principles. The same principles that opened up a door for you, my good sir. What the fuck principles that you stand on ever do for any of us? Anybody from Family Nation. See, you direct it towards me because you feel like it's just me. And we all think your ass is lame like that for the moves that you've been doing. But I I thank you for falling for the bait and allowing me to speak on this tonight so I can run my check up. And you know what? I don't even smoke blacks. But when that check do drop, when that check do drop, I'm going to go buy a whole bunch of blacks and I'm going to give them out. I'm going to give them out to people. I'm going to go buy the ones that say BLK on them. And I'm going to give them out to people for free. I don't care who it is. I don't care who you are. Just holler at me. Tomorrow I'm going to go get them, and I'm giving out the blacks, the BLKs, and I need to go to Arby's because I know people that obviously be smoking them, and I'm giving them away for free. I'm doing that because that's the only closest thing to any kind of appreciation from a real one. And you ain't even the real black. Blackie Mal is the real black. But that's another case. That's another thing. But I'm going to do that because I can and because I want to. So, if you can find some Pac-Man socks, right, or if you can find something to say soldier on it or famo on it, I bet you won't go do that. I bet you you won't go do that. But I guarantee you Tomorrow, people getting free blacks tomorrow. People getting free blacks tomorrow. Why? Because, dog, I really thank you for pushing my vision and my dream for me to help my people get exposure outside of Muscogee, Oklahoma. I thank you, Mr. Black Soul, because the seeds that I planted I didn't even really know how powerful they was. I got you doing what I wanted you to do the whole time without even having to tell you to. So Muskogee is winning. It's not a win for Wichita. That's a win for Muskogee. I made someone who didn't care about my people, who didn't know about my people, come to love our people. So you can talk all that shit you want to. still don't mean shit. Because you can't produce anything for the people who opened up the door for you to come here and mix it with our people. You have gave nothing back to us. You have shown nothing to us in return. So fuck you. What you do, who you are, what you stand for, and anybody that got anything negative to say about anything I didn't say it. I don't care. I used to care. You ain't appreciate that shit. Motherfuckers be speaking on me, but they was never riding for me. Motherfuckers don't even be tuned into the show because they oh no, you talk like this, you talk like this. But y'all do shit that bother me and I still show love and show support. I'm connected with all kinda of artists and shit. But you motherfuckers that do these shows, do y'all get at me and ask about any of our people? Uh, I'm not Mr. Metaphor. Whoever that is, I don't know. I can't speak nothing about him because I don't know the cat. I don't know who he is. I just know the name. I don't know nothing about him. So you ain't gonna hear me say shit because I don't know the guy. I don't he might not know me. But I don't know him. There's no thing, right? Gene never did nothing to me. I don't think he know me anyway. I don't think we know each other. So, no. But there's other people who know me. And because of what's happened in Wichita and what I posted, the people that I've been looking, the people that I've been showing respect to, and even got kids making jabs at me, the same kids who didn't have a ride at Homeland and nobody was picking the muggles with, the little one and a friend, the same child that I said, no, nah, I'll give y'all a ride. My truck out there, when y'all get finished, I'll take you out to the house. Where y'all going? I'll take you. You need a ride? You good? You cool? Every time I see you, I, you good? You cool? You straight? This is what not keeping it real leads to it. People who try to make jabs at me being an influencer who haven't even influenced not even 1% of the people that I have think that they can speak on me as an influencer. How is that? When well, I've influenced people all over the fucking world. And you are just now starting to get your life together. How can you post about the city's main influences when you're not even the city's main anything. See, people try to knock my hard work and they try to knock me but they end up making their sales look stupid, look bitter, look stupid. I tell people, nah, that shit hurt my feelings. I'm a man. I am not going to sit on here and come on here and tell people that I don't have feelings. I'm not going to be no fake-ass punk and act like I don't have feelings, and my feelings don't get hurt. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I don't get emotional or I don't have emotions. I was born with them. They was given to me. That's what I was born with. That's what I have. That's what every human being has. It is stupid as fuck, and it's illiterate as fuck to sit up and tell anybody they shouldn't have feelings or emotions. That is some stupid, dumb-ass shit. How the fuck can I have no emotions and no feelings? I'm not no goddamn psychopath. I'm not out here killing every goddamn body. I'm not out here raping kids and do shit like this. I got feelings and I got emotions. That's what we supposed to fucking have we supposed to listen to our emotions. We're supposed to listen to our feelings. Y'all say shit for fucking clout. Y'all say shit to fit in. That shit is fucking stupid. It makes no sense when people tell you get out your feelings. It makes no sense at all. It's a dumb, stupid-ass fucking slogan. It's stupid. It does not make any sense when you speak on somebody's feelings because how the hell can you take somebody's fucking feelings and emotions away? But when you call yourself a God, then I can understand why you would think that way. When you call yourself and you refer to yourself as a God, and you say, because we're all gods, and this and this, I well, bless how you believe. That ain't how I believe. That ain't how I believe. I was made in my God's image. But I am not the God. I am not the most high. That's not me. I don't claim to be. I don't claim to be even near as powerful as that at all. You would never hear me say no shit like that because of how I do believe. But guess what? I pray and pray and pray and pray. When I wake up in the morning, my mind said, get him. I pray, I pray, I pray. I wake up. Before I even can gather my first thoughts in my head, what's said to me is, get them, go, do you, push, it's okay, say it, do it. So I wake up every day, and with that voice that I didn't used to listen to, I listen to now. And it works for me. And I have not looked at anybody on the same level as me and wanted anything they had. But it's so funny how a lot of these men can call anybody weak when they didn't even have enough respect for themselves to create something unique for themselves and they people. When they had to go get five and six and four and three and all these other people just to do lyrics and flow, the show was ran by lyrics and flow to show the committee. Who's really weak? I didn't elevate it. I've been elevating it. I, I did, like, we've been elevating. We've been getting paid for being on the radio. Every time you hear them ads, that's one check right there. That's just one. You hear them ads every time you hear a replay, you hear that ad. That's just one check, player. We've been had that. You know how many people doctor bills we didn't help with? How many medicine we didn't bought for people? I have personally using money right from the radio. So is it that that you but heard that by what I said? Are you really jealous because you can't be like me? Are you really jealous that I am the type of man that can speak on my feelings and can speak on my emotions? You know what? Women love that shit, though. I ain't no emotional man, but I recognize that I have feelings and I recognize that I have emotions, and I don't have any problem with speaking on them, fixing them, working on them. I don't have any problem with any of that. I'm comfortable with who I am. Maybe, just maybe, you need to work on being a little bit more comfortable with yourself than telling me to tighten up. For you to even feel like you can tell me to tighten up, that lets me know you think you're better than me. and You ain't shit to me or in my world. The shit you do is not even that really so much cool. You speak and shit. Cool, okay, cool. Whatever. Don't give a shit. Like I didn't give a shit then, I don't give a shit now. Lame. You said lame and whack, and I really think that's because you want to call yourself that. You just didn't know how to do it. But you show on my nuts. You show swinging from my nuts. The gray hairs on my nuts. I guarantee you, you could probably tell me how me and I got on there. Cause you've been swinging from them for a long time now. But oh, as soon as I start speaking some truth and shedding some light on how you really move and how you have really done me and how you show me and how you used me, then you get butthurt. that way. I hope you can't sit down because your asshole hurts that hard. I I hope your butt hurts so much you can't even slip your damn boxers on over your ass because it's stinging and it's hurting. I hope your ass itch. I hope you got an ass itch where you just can't get it. You scratch it and you scratch it and it just, I hope that's what you have. That's what you deserve. For using me. You just mad 'cause I'm speaking on it right now. <laughs> you just mad cause I finally that time came. I let I faded to the back of your ass and let you forget. I faded to the back of your ass and allowed you to forget that I was coming. I was coming back to doing what I do. What I do inspired you. How can you ever turn around on social media and try to try to front me out, try to make it seem like you know more than me because you think you're better than me. But I'm the type of person that say, nigga, I ain't better than you and you ain't better than me. I ain't made it. You ain't made it. But that's not you. You fake that fucking shit that you stand on. That's the thing. I don't have to do erotic poetry to get no pussy. I don't have to do erotic poetry to show my sexual side. I don't have to come out with no poetry and talk about nothing sexual. I don't have to use that. I be who I am. I be myself, dog. But you do. Oh, but you do. I'm not going to mention the poet's name that you were sure trying to push on before you got your old lady. We ain't going to say nothing about that, though. You ain't going to say nothing how you were saying a little sexual thing in your pores because you was trying to attract a certain poet here in Muskogee. And you got your lady. Oh, shit. I'm speaking too real, man. Hey, look, Petty Petty Murphy, y'all here. Let me check in with you real quick. I know you've been sitting back tuned into the whole show. Again, salute Petty Murphy, man. A lot of people say what they want to say about Petty Murphy. And they had it right. That's their right. They they can open their mouth and say whatever the fuck they want to say. But, black soul, you can't even do what Petty Murphy's doing. You can't even show me or Samo Nation anything more realer than what Petty Murphy has shown. Matter of fact, where was your ass at tonight?
1: Tonight was was your night to call in and and, and pop your shit.
0: Oh, that's right. 'Cause you know it's gonna help run up my tech. Oh, that's right. Because you knew I was gonna come with this real shit and the only thing you can stuck on saying is, oh, you're not gonna speak on how Muskogee came up there. Nigga, did you speak on when Muskogee came up there and that shit's on DVD? Did you speak on that? Did you sit there and speak on how Groove, Rest in Peace to C Smooth, Charles Pruitt, Rest in uh Kay Reezy, Juvie the Boss, Citrell Grayson, Rick Bands of Rick, uh Lizo. I can keep going. I can keep naming names developed. I can keep naming names. Scando was here. Scando was there. I can keep naming names. Did you ever once make a post and salute any of them? No the fuck you didn't. Petty Murphy was good, Samo man. I appreciate you for tuning in, Samo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's some hard ass truth. That's some hard ass truth. And I want to say this. Now, Black Soul. did put me on the lyrics and laugh show. This is right before I left. Months before I left.
2: <clears throat> but
1: the whole Cedric Lofton thing. I've never done anything about that. And then when I did see the flyer, I didn't want to go. The reason why? It's because the same people that he was associated with were the same people thinking that I got the beef with Jiggy Jaguar. water. Yes. you see how that should play out? You're the Whack-ass you-know-who who can't get a gig anywhere in Wichita because he burns his bridges. No respectable club in Wichita will book him, so it's basically anybody that books him in the charity case. was He's a part of the, team. Part of the team. I didn't want to be there. Yep. And the reason why is because respect for that young man's family. And when I did that interview with him... You and Jason Platter, who Jason Platter will be at Most Hated Student I Shit, speaking about mental health awareness. I'll explain more about that later on to you, fam. All right. This woman, second month's auntie and uncle, commented on that interview. And I talked to them. Yeah. They thanked me for that. That's what's up. So I appreciate that That's I should it. Thanks for their family to not show up to that event because of blow up. People that you surround yourself mm-hmm. with. People that you, I have given opportunities to. And it's God honest truth. Opportunities mm-hmm. to. can you fucking bring three to five people to the damn show? But I gave them something fucking opportunity. Talking shit on my name. Mm-hmm. oh my goodness fucking mm-hmm. so I said everything that you said I listened because the thing is people we're not fucking with no more fakes we ain't fucking nah, with man. no more language nah. we have too many people in our circle people that y'all don't fucking know people yeah. that are in people that are in the places in Hollywood, that are amongst
0: the Hollywood elites. that are bringing us t- along.
1: Places where we trying to get to. Mm-hmm. And they
0: people see the work. Yeah, right. They see the right. work. You 100% right. And that's why I, I, I didn't, I, I, you know, I wasn't trying to put you in it because, you know, you, you were in it, but speaking on right. as far as in the respect, and the love that you show and it's crazy because you said what you just said about certain situations dj getting booked and you have came on and showed love to us to the nation to me to ed jag uh yl train all of us all of us and it never was hard for you to do but these people who no. speak on things i post you never, and fmo you you know this. You've been on the show hella shows. You never hear some of these people really come on and and, and say, "Well, hey, anything?" No. You don't no. see certain names hitting lights, lights anymore. No. And that when mm. ass
1: DJ, because I I, I kind of noticed yep. this. I'm gonna say this too. When all that shit was going down, he finally decided he wanted to come on. And post something to Chop radio on the family nation, which I'm a moderator of the page, everybody. Mm. Three years. Three years. He fucked up the artist's music so goddamn bad that I gotta save her music. I'm working with her. Because she now understands what the fuck I was telling her ass five years ago. When I have a BMI publisher out in Fresno, California... And his partner works for Billboard Music Internet Radio in Atlanta. And I have a good friend of mine from Chicago, Illinois, who owns the independent record label. And they listened to every fucking track he produced on her album, so-called local to global. They said that shit was trash. He should knighted her. He stole her sound. He's collecting royalties off that shit. She ain't getting shit. So I have to break her ass down again. You never noticed that this whack-ass DJ doesn't push any male artists. He pushes females. But also, too, he pisses these women at their money. That's why you always see him at the motherfucking strip club. It's a facade. And the think about, what, last week he posted a video on Doug K Street Radio talking about Ruth in Miami? Where a woman he stole $2,500 from who has a sick child. That woman's still looking for him. Tell me, I moved to Miami, but your ass is in Witch's Y'all fuck with lame-ass niggas. I'm being real. Y'all fuck with yeah, lame-ass motherfucking right. niggas. Men. But you get mad at people like myself, the Mister, Tom Cruise, Totilla SPS. You get mad at ICC Boy, and ICC Boy tells the fucking truth you will call you motherfuckers, put your motherfucking car down because you motherfuckers off on bullshit. Y'all put the same motherfuckers on the same goddamn show. Every fucking show I've noticed is the same motherfuckers on the show, at least with me. I can put a few of the same, but I mix in the new. See, the whole damn thing about this motherfucking shit that we fucking do, you've got to adapt. And you've got to give out opportunities to everyone. Not everybody's going to take that opportunity they're going to miss out on it. But for those that are looking for the opportunity, you create the platform for them. You open it up for everybody. But I also learned, thanks to his that shit, everybody don't share the same fucking mindset that is business first, party later. But you get mad at the mister for speaking his truth and speaking his thoughts. The same way, Y'all came at me for speaking about mental yep. health. Yep. Same way y'all came at me for telling y'all me that too. I buried a while I was in Wichita. And you fucking assumed. You fucking assumed that I moved back to Wichita and so you let that little bald head cap, no cap, you motherfucking husband who had tried more headaches and beats Amongst rap groups in Salina, I got the fucking videos on YouTube. And I've actually talked to a couple of the parties who told me this shit. Trying to get those videos yeah. taken down. One group trying to get the video taken down because they got saved. And they're disgusted by their actions. But that motherfucker's keeping the videos up to keep his motherfucking views going. He's a fucking lame. Mm-hmm. Just like that DJ's a lame. Mm-hmm. Black Soul, I'm a... Be be honest with you. you no, know, I got mad love for you, but you went in the wrong on this, man. You took this way out of proportion. You gotta yeah. get the missing flowers, man. You gotta make this right. You gotta be right. Oh, hey, if you don't, hey, fuck
0: it. Yeah, for
1: you It what it
2: is. Yep, it is. Yeah, I respect you
1: for know what you said too. You got to make this right eventually, buddy. And this is what I also said, too. And big shout out to uh, Paula from Diamond Cruise Entertainment. This is, uh, I've been talking big to show too. I'm helping him with Big shout out to Paula. When this whole Petty ship went down, and everybody said it was a scam, because he put out a and he was out of wrong, Paula went <laughs> up to said, Petty was in the right for doing that. He, mm-hmm. he had no fucking plan the fuck y'all we, we'll won't get mad at him for because you're basically one for party and bullshit that would have been on yep. him if you went out to Vegas with all of y'all someone caught COVID that really would have been on him that would have been, that, that would have been a fucking disaster if y'all are the ones who did not want to do the virtual event is because you don't understand how the fucking technology works and she broke it down right. He videos right? Yeah, yeah, you post Snapchats, right? Yeah, you post TikToks, yeah. That's virtual. So what the fuck is the damn difference of doing a fucking performance set virtually and exactly. being seen worldwide? Exactly. That's what
2: the exactly.
1: fuck I don't fucking And, and it's, it's, the, it's the ego and the mentality of motherfuckers who don't understand the truth motherfucking vision. I hate to fucking say it. Those who do not understand the fucking vision will never see the day of life of success. He's being honest. Yeah. And the, shit, and the shit consumed you so much, soldier. You know how that shit consumed me. It fucked with oh, my mental yeah. health. Until right. I basically got myself out of it, focused on certain things, and then my friend dies. My sister dies. My close friend, my sister dies. After two days after I see her, that shit fucked with my head. But y'all listen to this cappin ass motherfucker. Y'all didn't even watch the whole. Y'all didn't even listen to the whole fucking show when we came on. Y'all missed the yeah. part at the two and thirty second mark where Platter broke down what is now happening May twenty eight. Y'all went for the fucking drama. Thank God for Kwame Rowe for putting that event on. Opposite that's distract the city. May night, March nineteenth. Big shout out to Kwame Rose. Kwame Rose's a fucking real one, everybody. Shout out to King Man, big shout out to Big Bro, straight up. king
0: is a real yeah. one. He's a real one, straight up. A fucking real
1: one. Yep. Jiggy mm-hmm. Jack Warner did some shit for a fucking publicity stunt. And I told Mister Two Thousand and shit too because he stopped at the end and didn't listen to the end of the damn show. You need to go, I told him straight up, you need to go to the 2 hour and thirty second mark and listen to the rest of that goddamn show. I ain't heard shit yep. else since. Mm-hmm. Uncle B- and <clears throat> Win basically said that, oh, he thought, Eddie Murphy's always in some beef. But see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. In order to cause beef, you, the person that, you must be the one that caused it. Now, you heard me say this for weeks, for days. I don't want no smoke. I just want to be left right the fuck alone. Who the one who's right. the attacking me who was the one that was doing this shit. And you motherfuckers fucking fell for it. But guess what? I'm smart enough to play a fucking chess. He, he fucked up. Mm-hmm. He fucked up by calling in to chop on the radio that night. He didn't know this shit was going to be fucking replayed all over on multiple platforms. He fucked right. up. He played right into my motherfucking hand and then he didn't stand on his motherfucking word and waited 24 fucking hours later to talk some more motherfucking shit and in the back it was already out. It was already out and then what the motherfucking do? On a Saturday he ended up Instagrams me a fuck ass sad ass apology. He really did, yeah. and, and, and I'm gonna keep it real. I, I, I know I'm not supposed to say to bubble this. I'm glad you're on there with Music Hub. I'm glad you're working with Dayon. I'm glad you're working with it. But Jiggy did this shit to basically cause beef between me and Soldier. wasn't gonna fucking happen. I told Soldier do what you gotta do to bring Chompy Radio bigger platforms. And he's going to do exactly what, he, what he's been doing, standing on, on 10 colors, 100K, all day, no blow up. But see, Jiggy's a big yeah. one of they Now, can I say, Jiggy, you know, did Jiggy help me a little bit with my career? Yes, he did. But did Jiggy teach me how to, make them, how to brand myself? and how to network, and how to promote myself, and to basically to where I have a fucking worldwide platform that is now crossed over to fucking Hollywood? No. He didn't. And you know why he didn't? It's because after the first episode of the Nightlife show, Flick Drake, I interviewed Flick Drake. Flick drank pulled me to the side, and Flick told me, you need to watch this motherfucker. Watch every fucking move he makes. And then the second episode that I did, God rest his soul. Polar from Big Boys. God rest Poler's soul. Polar said, you need to watch this piece. You need to watch this motherfucker. And I watched him. And I watched how he moved. I watched how he likes to stir shit up and basically take little shit. And boy, way out of proportion to basically cause beef, And I don't like that shit. Now, I give him mm-hmm. his respect on basically having kind of a little impact on my career, a little bit, but all respect went out the fucking window. When you came at me and tried to create that politics that while I'm grieving over a friend, a very close friend that I just buried days before. That's why I was in fucking waiting, money, motherfuckers. I went down to Wichita twice in a two-week span. Twice. And you know me, Samo. if I'm going to Wichita to handle business, I get in and I get the fuck out. I don't come back unless I have mm-hmm. to. And that's been that way for the last almost four years. But what you spoke on tonight is truth. And what I'm speaking on is truth. Wichita, Kansas, mm-hmm. the entertainment team, there are cats that I do respect and there's cats that I don't. But remember this, motherfuckers. I built my name. I got my name. I gained my respect. I'm an icon. I've been acknowledged by the people. The people that's demographic that you won't go after is because all your fucking shows that I've seen are all fucking hood. You don't do shows for the people. This is why you'll never see a you'll never see a big name concert in our culture outside of Cardi B. You know you'll never see you'll never see all the mainstream hip hop gangster rap inside Interest Bank Arena. You know why? It's because the people control that shit. And guess what? When that that vote came down in 2011, 2004, for for the arena, 90% of that vote for the arena was from the niggas. Because y'all wanted that. But guess what? That all-white dollar controls that motherfucker. Y'all will not get a, you will never get a all-good show inside interest bank arena. Why? It's because you don't know how to fucking act. Y'all hate on one another. And it's not even a fucking competition. That's the fucking problem. This is the fucking problem. Y'all use people's platforms to gain what you want, but never give that same energy back. This is what causes blow-up. And it's bullshit. You know, the little motherfucker. you know, one the little motherfuckers does, I did the show in Dallas. Been talking shit. I know he contacted y'all when shit went down in Dallas. You know that motherfucker's watching my motherfucking Instagram stories? Hey, get the fuck out of here, dog. And I I gave you two shows. One here in Kansas City and one in your hometown. And guess what? You did not promote neither one of those until the last fucking week. I came to your motherfucking city and got robbed by your motherfucking people. I your motherfuckers and got stuck in Texas for three days. You know who helped me? FAMO Nation. FAMO Nation, and she a song. She got me home to Kansas City. While you motherfuckers were sitting on the internet gossiping like little ass bitches. Mm-hmm. That's what y'all want. Y'all are bitches. Because if you're singing in public... You know, won't say it to my face. Now, right. there's another rapper here in Kansas City that came on Chop on their radio promoting her motherfucking shit, been talking shit, but the reason why she pulled out a penny set is because she signed a contract with an entertainment company and did not want to show up to a fucking meeting, mandatory meeting, but instead went to the motherfucking club, turned the fuck up, take the fucking pictures from the Instagram and Facebook, her contract got... Terminated. That same company was a partner of PettyFest, so they had beef. So they're beefing back and forth for the next couple of weeks. Shout out to Sick and Twisted. This company goes through a show down in Wichita at the West, at the 54 West, paid for by Sick and Twisted. They're going back and forth. That same person that got kicked off the label was supposed to be on that show. They're going back and forth. So the night before Petty Fest, me and Daniel B. And Andy at my dad's house, I had to pick up some mail. I had told this artist days before, whatever you do, because I'm trying to keep the peace, work out a deal, you basically let this person come into their studio, perform their set, and get the fuck out. Be done with it. Because those things, don't you know, they end their good So I asked these artists, straight up, please Whenever you promote this, do not mention the other party on social media. What did the other what did that party do, Soldier? Mention the other party and cause blow up. So what did I say? Because my name's being all on this. And I got other people to think about. I'm thinking about my event, I'm thinking about the people. I'm thinking about the treatment company that basically stayed up alongside with me until 6 a.m. Central Standard Time in the morning while we're working on this shit. I lost sleep for 4 a.m. days. Right before the event, putting this shit on. I said, and I quote, I'm Marshawn Rich to the bullshit. I'm here so I won't get fined. This person does not want you on their property. The other two people that you're bringing on can perform on the property. You can't. So basically, this is virtual. Do your set somewhere else. And that's it. Keep my name out of it. I'm not siding with nobody. I'm just basically keeping the peace because this is my motherfucking shit. You should have played ball, but you are that motherfucking blow-up. You ain't been on Chop on the radio since. i noticed this shit, but you recently tried to post a a video on the recent submission show, and I'm going to say this one more time to all you artists listening. Anytime I see a, if you have not been fucking with Chop on the radio and I get a like, or the Petty Murphy Project or their like or somebody else's life, I'm going to look and I'm going to see if you to those rules. If you have not adhered to those rules, I'm deleting your motherfucking shit. DJ You Know Who has to block and ban off of the family Nation page. I just want to let you know that. I'm the one who banned me it's because he's on that fucking blow-up. Cause in the fucking dirt Right. So Blackpool, I just want to let it. you know. I'm going to let you know why I did not possess that kid lock in the show. The people that you had on that show, don't get me wrong. I love Rudy Love Jr. I have mad respect for Vice Mayor Brandon Johnson. I love the Violet Paradox. She's performing May 28th here in Kansas City. I love her music. But the fucking DJ that you had on there, he used you for publicity. He ain't going to put you on anything else because we got nothing else in that big. And I got the rundown from him by one of the biggest promoters that came from Wichita. I'll see on the fall. Project is, and he fucked Alfino all over. And Alfino ain't about is about this motherfucking this. Everything that that motherfucker has done, he's fucked up on. That's why he's working with KJ. Nobody else is working fucking with him. I don't even think he works for K Son anymore. But this motherfucker's not gonna help you but platforms like like Chop on the Radio, the Petty Murphy Project, and this goes to all you artists out here. Brand influencers with platforms like ours are the ones that are making moves in this motherfucking industry. We break in more artists' music and get them streamed, more streams than anybody outside of FM radio. This is God on his trip. We are able to give them platforms for them to perform live. After the any promote big time promoter that's in your city, and to motherfuckers tapping like with Mr. Jaguar said, so I can't promote. I need people to help me promote my shows. that's selling out. Um, put it like this: <clears throat> When a motherfucker hits me up and looking for an opportunity for my, to be on the motherfucking show, and I charge them a slot fee and I give them a thousand dollars worth of tickets. Your motherfucking job is to bring people in the goddamn building. So you goddamn red chicks. They gotta put their motherfucking work in too. Shit, you know what I'm saying if I'm gonna put my money up and create the platform, you're goddamn right. I'm making these motherfuckers work. So yeah, it's a fuck, call it team motherfuckers, effort motherfuckers. Put your ass down, get a better haircut. And this is real. I'm tired of fucking playing games with you motherfuckers. My name is out in the world now. It's worldwide. It's now in Hollywood. I'm fucking with the Hollywood elite now. If you in the words of Y.L. Dallas, get between me and my money. And that is a problem. This is a fair fucking warning. Don't come for me. Or I'm gonna cut your damn water up. And that's real. But Black Soul, you may not do it today, you may not do it tomorrow. But one day, man. You're going to have to swallow your pride. You're going to have to apologize to Mr. Man. You're going to have to apologize to him. You're going to have to acknowledge him. Just like when I came down to Wichita on January 8th, I made Wichita acknowledge me. And yes, I am up for podcast the year for the Blackout ICP Awards. I'm waiting for that fucking list. I'm letting you guys know right now, I'm fucking taking that title. I'm taking that fucking award home. So be prepared. I'm taking the award home. I'm gonna tell go. y'all I'm gonna tell y'all what Lothar like Lothar said at the end of uh don't be a miss. Fuck all y'all, suck my dick and uh lick ass. I'm taking the awards. At the stage left and taking my black ass home. I ain't stopping for pictures. But on the real go soldier, you kept it a hundred K. And people don't know it is. Without chop on your radio without chop on radio and the blessing of family Nation, I wouldn't have the Petty Murphy Project. To keep it real. You know the first first ever episode of the Petty Murphy Project was inside of an old high school in Cameron, Missouri. Big shout out to my former co hosts, Megan and uh, Jay. We did that first ever episode, and was simulcast on Chop on It radio. It ripped international first day. It was in fucking Canada, and it's been jerking ever since. And that was because of the FAMO Nation. So I'm telling y'all now, I acknowledge those who helped me along my journey. I gave the Mr. Stroud. Straight I, I him
0: appreciate him. that, too, FAMO.
1: I gave Jack the official FAMO I gave Wild Dallas flowers. I gave train the branch flowers. I give Van Subbrick flowers. Miss Jack her flowers. You know? I give Kia Soul her flowers cause Kia Soul saved my motherfucking life last year. Now I was left the fucking dead in the fucking Texas keep. I give Scuba Scuba his flowers school, Scuba Scuba and Coma Scuba Scuba and Coma helped me. Now I'm basically... In position now to return the same motherfucking energy. The good energy. You motherfuckers here, what you're talking about? Pray for my motherfucking downfall. I've heard Ballistic talking shit, and I'm going to keep it 100K. Ballistic? I only paid for one fucking show at that in Denver, And you wanted me to pay you for $300 for the second show that you did with your homeboy? That's my fucking dick. You got $150. Go to sleep, fleet, because that's what you get. You got half, bitch. Matthew Roadwald, you are a piece of shit. You are a racist. You are a racist. You disrespected a young man and basically cost another young man try to end his career. But I stopped that shit. I'm not going to mention that young man's name. You already know who it is, soldier. That young man's fucking kid Your motherfucking ass and your ass is fucking stupid. And I wanna tell this everybody is. else. So when have I ever needed a big time artist to stand at a motherfucking show? I
0: ain't never known it not one time. Exactly. I I ain't never I ain't never seen that.
1: <laughs> I never needed a big name artist or somebody oh. connected somebody connected with strange music. And I respect strange music very well. I know technology for a long time. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I never That's needed nice them. Nice. I never needed them to sell out a show. Why? It's because I was building the industry the right way. Take the locals. Treat them like stars. Put money in their mm-hmm. pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give them the incentive. Give them mm-hmm. the exposure. that same motherfucking exposure. Basically. You take your end on the back end. Give them the front end. What's ever left over at the end, that's yours. And that's why I've been growing with for years, and this is why I've been blessed. Everything is coming to me in twofold. Tenfold now It's because I sacrificed so much to gain it all back. It's better to be selfless than be selfish. And a lot of you motherfucking comics down here in Wichita, yeah, I'm dancing the movie Bear for a real motherfucking reason. It's because I am the, I am Wichita comedy. Only comic I have no beast with, beef with, with whatsoever, and he's doing a damn good job, Mr. Keywan Moses. That young brother's doing big things, and Devon Bray is going to make him a star. See, y'all, y'all shit on the people that basically have been basically helping you. Y'all shit it on the Mr. Y'all shit it on Brett. You shit it on me. You shit it on Tom. But guess what? You shit it on Kingston. That's the that's Fab Five, bitches. The Fab Five are back. And we ain't Chris Webber. We ain't calling no motherfucking timeout, bitches. We coming to win. We coming to win. And we're basically gonna run your ass over if you get in our motherfucking way. You think you you think you see what's going on in Ukraine? Crazy? Oh, you ain't seen shit yet. I'm just getting started. I know the this, uh, this is getting started. Brave putting in work. Tom Cruise sold two shows now at Peerless Back to back. He got more work to do. Kingston putting in work. The Fab Five, which is Tom. The fast Five has been a lot of favors for y'all. A lot of favors over the years. We're back. But the difference is, is that I don't live in Wichita. The missus don't live in Wichita. So you got three down there. But guess what? We're all connected in one way or another. And we show love and respect for each other's art. And we help one another every where we can. Whether it's a like, a share, a salute, an acknowledgement. But you motherfuckers, y'all like the chaos and shit. Y'all like to go to that motherfucking Facebook you and, know, talk shit, talk out your ass. And it's smell like bullshit. But I'm going to say this and I'm going to end it close. If you can't say the shit to my fucking face... Don't say it on social media where I can see it with my eyes, because then
2: come on, we man. got a problem.
1: We got a problem. That's capping. That's a lot of fucking capping yeah. that you fucking do on the motherfucking internet, typing and texting. No, that's capping, and we ain't talking crunch. But I was keeping a hundred cats I did. I, oh, just you
0: know, hey, uh, <laughs> you know I'm goofy, man. Hey, it was a comment that was like, oh, so you ain't gonna speak about uh, how Muskogee came up here and, and shut it down and got opportunities worldwide, motherfucker. Well, like we been doing that when we was bringing Muskogee to Wichita, been out, doing and that. we were saluting them for covering Wichita. we hey, we been doing that, dog. <laughs> been <doing> that. <laughs> that was so funny <laughs> to because it was like. That's why I said what I said, because of that comment, the certain stuff that people say, you'd be like, oh, do you forget that we was doing that? We always do it. Teddy Murphy had been in the building with people from Muskogee and been with, with FAMO Nation and all these things. We'd been doing this. So he said that, like, oh, shit, I got him. I got him on this one. I got him on this one. No, dog. We've been doing that. You you said it like, oh oh, you ain't gonna say anything about them coming up there. Then okay, let's flip that around. So when Muscogee was in okay. there in Wichita the whole time, you was not the one saluting Muskogee being in the building then. But now that you doing it in this, oh now you want to say that shit? Man, it's blow up. Now, now
1: now now the weird uh, the weird the, the, the last okay, you started with lyrics as yep. well. You started with State of the Union. Yep. And you know who was at State of the Union? There, come mm-hmm. on with it, Black Soul. I got pictures. And then I did two. And then, to pretty much blow the shit all the way up, I did Most Hated. Most Hated has been in multiple cities, and guess what? Mm-hmm. Kansas, city, Kansas City has hosted the most most hated shows since I moved back home. They get ready to do their yeah. fourth year. they fourth hey, most hated. Even even
0: when me and Tone, when all of us was working together, Femo Tone and them got Midwest Shakedown. Even yeah. though we was connected and we was working together and doing the thing, and he respected what I did. Respected what we was about. You know it was respect, love all the way around. Even. With, with, and I ain't putting his name in nothing, I'm just saying you know, even with that situation it it was something created that wouldn't like a uh, or oh, lyrics and flow show didn't have a name, you know what I'm saying, so you can't say that oh well this is just no man ain't no way in hell at that time anybody was calling they showcase lyrics and anything. It was lyrics that flow the show. Everybody else that was creating opportunities like that all came with their own name, they own swagger, they own whatever. Uh most hated, like Petty just said, came with its own Swagger, his own name, his own feel, his own everything, right? Um, mm-hmm. that's that to to I uh, keep forgetting his damn name. I don't want him to get mad at me. But everybody was doing that. Not one person came out and said, I'm going to call myself. But this is the thing. I brought that up because he didn't have to call me and do that. He didn't have mm-hmm. to call me and, and run that by me or none of that. He didn't have to do that. He did that because he respect me.
2: Mm-hmm. So if you
0: respect me, then how can you turn around now and say anything that I that I that what I what spoke on, because I'm the same person, been doing it, how can you turn around and say, oh, that's whack and lame, just because it's something you don't want to hear? Well, do like I do. Mm-hmm. I don't like watching... I don't do scary moves. So I turn them shits mm-hmm. off or I scroll past the shit. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I don't like this being in my system and I don't do that. But I will watch them depending situation, you know. But that's just me. But Femo, we got to get ready to get up out of here, man. I appreciate you. Femo, much love, much respect. We going to get it in, man. I got to... uh. Couple moves coming up, man. That I gotta run past you too. So we got we, we gonna yeah. chop it up, though, man. I'm gonna get with yeah, you. But I appreciate definitely. you. And,
1: and, and everybody, tomorrow, tomorrow. five p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm interviewing actor, writer, comedian, and two-time Emmy Award winner, better known for his role on Hollywood Squares so from back in the nineties, early two thousands. Bruce Valance, live on the Petty Murphy Project. Facebook.com slash the Petty Murphy Project. See, you motherfuckers can't fucking touch me. I'm in the hot fucking Hollywood, bitches. I'm talking to Me Award winners. Get a dick and put some gravy on it. And that's real.
0: I see you, Simmo. I see and y'all make sure you go check out the Petty Murphy project. We gotta say that. Make sure you go check it out, check them interviews out, and the one he got coming up, man, go check it. As soon Samo as uh tag me in and put it out there. I'm gonna make sure i share it so everybody this way, man, can see it too. Y'all uh tune in if you miss it, make sure you hit the replay and catch back up on it, man. But it's a lot of big things going on. See, and some of the things we addressing is because we moving forward. And we won't be speaking on any of these things anymore. We won't be showing any kind of acknowledgement to a lot of these people anymore. But if we don't tell the truth of our journey, our life, what we've been through, how it affected us, what are we really teaching everybody else? We're really teaching everybody else to keep all that shit bottled up, that people walk over you, that people play with your name, play with your brand, play with what you build, play with your feelings, play with your emotions. And that's not what we're about. We have always been about people standing up for themselves, people speaking out for themselves, people feeling better by themselves. People releasing these type of things and getting it out there so you don't have medical problems, heart attacks, and these type of things from keeping the stress in. But see, they'll never tell you that because they don't want you to connect in with the good that we do. They want you to connect in with what they feel like is bad because, really, they searching for the cloud. We built the cloud. It's a difference. Pemo. Mm-hmm. Much love to you, man. Much respect. Till next time, man. Much, much love. Y'all keep that shit. Y'all keep that shit jerking.